0: I have a message from my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation in world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll-free. 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. Root for the wall pack. Pay for it. responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com.
1: Former Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich spoke out as he's back in his Chicago home eight years after he went to prison on corruption charges for trying to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat, the day after President Trump commuted Blagojevich's sentence to time served. The president tweeted, Rob Blagojevich did not sell the Senate seat. He served eight years in prison with many remaining. He paid a big price. Blagojevich gave an interview surrounded by family and friends in front of his house. He praised President Trump for his release.
2: This is an act of kindness, and I also believe it's the beginning of the process to actually turn an injustice into a justice.
1: The Roman Catholic Diocese of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, has filed for bankruptcy. This comes six months after disclosing that it paid millions of dollars to people sexually abused as children by its clerics. The diocese joins at least 20 others across the U.S., seeking protection from its creditors through the federal bankruptcy system. You're listening to USA Radio News.
2: Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Despite some
1: pushback from students... The First Lady has accepted an award from Palm Beach University. USA Radio Network's Tim Berg has more.
3: Melania Trump is being honored with the Woman of Distinction Award in Florida for her work with children. She accepted the award
4: from the Palm Beach Atlantic University and highlighted her Be Best program.
5: When we
6: teach our children to cherish our values and care for each other, they are better prepared to carry on Americans' legacy of compassion
7: service, and patriotism.
1: A Pentagon policy official is leaving. Here's USA's Chris Barnes from Washington.
7: Undersecretary of Defense for Policy John Rood told to submit his resignation. That, as senior national security leadership, is said to not support him anymore. Rood was partly caught up in the Ukraine issue as he sent an email to Secretary of Defense Mark Esper last summer saying that it wasn't exactly a good idea to talk about withholding aid from Ukraine. Rude has been part of the Trump administration for a little over two years. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
1: The IRS said it's going to step up efforts to collect back taxes from wealthier Americans who haven't filed returns for years. They said the new effort will start with in-person visits to high-income earners who didn't file a return for 2018. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King.
10: serious a florida man by the name of christopher clifford filed a class action complaint february 5th in the u.s district court in the southern district of new york against major league let's baseball get this and guy others. on so the Houston, he's claiming that he and others were victimized while betting on fantasy baseball by the sign stealing scheme that he involved was using technology and trash cans he's going after the astros and the red sox
11: you know what while the red sox haven't been proven uh, guilty of anything yet You know, I love the fact, you notice there's only one team telling everyone, hey, it's not that bad, chill out, man, you're overreacting. The Boston Red Sox, (laughs) I want to get the Big Poppy as well. Big mouth, Big Poppy. (laughs) Dude, you just got shot. Are you talking about not snitching? Did you want to get the guy that shot you? I guess you're a snitch, eh, Big Poppy?
10: We do have that sound. I I don't like
11: snitching. No, Pedro doesn't like snitches either. Reds, Don't snitch in Boston, right? Uh, Whitey Bulger will get you. Um, This sports better stuff, though. I brought this up, actually, Errol, at the time and Jared. Everyone says, okay, when you get someone says, oh, I'm tired of this Houston stuff. What does it matter? Blah, 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 blah. It does matter. As I, I talked about this many times. How many times did you lose betting against the Houston Astros over the last four years? Every time you bet against the Astros, specifically in Houston, you got jobbed. Now, we can't sue the sportsbook over this. It's not FanDuel's fault. right? FanDuel wasn't in on this. You know, Mattress Mac, man, you, 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 you won like $10 million on a crooked World Series. You know, like, think about it. Think about those parlays that you lost on that hot July night. You know, a little broke, need an air conditioner, want to buy a fan? You can't. You know why? Because Jose Altuve screwed you. That's why. Um, You know what? If I'm on this jury... I, I'd love to be on this, jury. Ooh. I want part of this class action lawsuit. We got to get this on the line. The plaintiff, the lawsuit Gabriel comes Marinci. after revelations. He's going to it's like a Judge Judy, Judy the jury episode. Yeah, this is like bigger than Judge he's Judy. He's going
10: to beg for jury duty.
11: <laughs> uh, the lawsuit on the behalf of Clifford filed by his attorneys, Radis Law Firm. All right, I got to track these guys down after. This
12: is going to be. <laughs> I want him like to this. do a side story. Oh, I like this.
11: About this. See, he's smart Clifford wants a jury trial. You're damn right you do.
10: So the reason the alleged in He's the lawsuit, all guys from New York,
11: monetary compensation for himself and others who paid to play fantasy baseball held by uh, sports betting, ooh, well, DraftKings That's, and FanDuel are in on this, actually. It
10: says intentional manipulation of players' statistical performance would have had a disastrous effect.
11: Nah, yeah, but no. Once again, I could play uh, devil's advocate on this. Like, um, nobody else had the unfair advantage. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if some other fantasy baseball player had, like, a... The uh, insider
13: knowledge
12: that this was Yeah, happening.
11: like, if he found out, all right, people at no. DraftKings knew that the Astros... Like, DraftKings doesn't know. And no. DraftKings isn't going to be liable for this. Read the fine no. print. Like, if anything, you sue directly the Houston Astros...
12: Is that who Bolsinger's suing? He's suing directly the Astros. He's suing the Astros. He's suing the Astros.
11: But like I said, Bolsinger, like, you you get under oath. Like, it's like, bro, you were terrible.
8: (laughs) You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire and will give you this barbershop quartet
14: who'll sing the name of the perfect hire. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Okay, there's no quartet. But skills tests, that's for sure.
15: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply.
3: At O'Reilly Auto Parts, we'll make your auto repair, maintenance, and restoration projects easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. Now through February 25th, get 15% off a set of brake best pads and two rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh,
16: oh, oh, O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
17: That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. That's 877-360-0402
6: right now.
17: 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188.
11: Game time
17: decisions.
11: Now we find out Kyrie Irving is going to be out for the year. And I'll tell you what, guys, they're never going to say this publicly, but right now in that room, nobody's crying. It ain't like, oh, my God, Kyrie's out. And, in Quick, fact, I guarantee you, Karis LaVert and Dinwiddie are getting put in their jersey on right now and happy fixing their hair and going, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. <laughs> Atkinson in his office is sort of Seriously. fixing his suit a little more today. He's like, yeah, we're back. Is there a team again? Weekdays,
18: 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network.
10: welcome back to the morning after mick Aussie joining us now on the show mick we were just talking before about sports bettors that are now trying to sue for any kind of loss that they had because of the baseball scandal i know that gabe wants to ask you about it but i mean they're cheaters right like the astros the red sox they're cheaters would you be mad if you were screwed out of some money Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we got you.
11: What, are you on the witness stand, Mick? Like Gosh. you're leaning in here? Like uh, you're under oath here, Mick. Come on.
20: Oh, you doing with Kawhi Leonard. What's <laughs> going on with
11: Kawhi? We get it. What's up with Kawhi there, Mick?
20: Well, he, he, he deserves front seat again because of his MVP Kobe Bryant All-Star Award. He deserves MVP seat, mate. He's back, and he's back uh, right on he's the gone. front seat here. He's
11: gone. He's on the other team, Mick. You got to let him go, bro. Look at this. Like, what do you, what do, you do? Like, are you going to kiss him now? Like, you got to let this guy go, bro. <laughs>
20: hey, you're a Raptors fan, and so am I. And I just want like, to That's why I've turned my remind, back on him. Remind everyone that the Raptors are still the NBA champions, and Kawhi Leonard is a cool dude.
11: No, yeah, Kawhi Leonard is guy. a cool dude. I love Kawhi Leonard, but I want to see... You got to get a Pascal Siakam. It's time to get in a new year here, Mick. You know what I'm saying?
10: Adapt or retire.
11: Yeah, like get a get a Fred Van Fleet, although he might be gone next year. Get a Siakam. He's under contract. Uh, yeah, seriously, Mick. Uh, you know, we got we it's tw- it's 2020 right now. We, we, we're not living in the past. We're gonna get a new roster, Mick. Come on. But you know, I know Mick, and you know, going back years in Australia, they hate cheaters. Like you know, like you know, like in America. Canada, like if, you know, in the Western world, basically, if an Olympic athlete gets popped in the Olympics, people will defend them. Well, you know, the drug test was tainted and you never really know. In Australia, they want the athlete's head on a platter because they embarrassed the country. Remember, like, who was the uh, the big time swimmer that got caught, man? They want to put this guy in jail.
20: Well, absolutely, they should, because... I hate cheaters, liars, and thieves. And you're dead right. And I'm disgusted in all this MLB cheating. You're dead right. We hate cheaters in Australia. But sadly, it's starting to come in a little bit in sport. But I'm so disgusted, mate. I have a bucket. I have an MLB bucket to carry around in my truck now because I'm going to throw up. I feel like throwing up, listening to some of the crap that these managers and owners talk and they need this to wipe all the crap off their mouth, mate. Disgraceful, disgraceful. Carrying this in my truck all week in case I throw up. I don't know where you
11: find these things. Like you're you're like the best prop comic guest that we we've got. Like you got a prop for
21: everything. Better so. than carrots
12: up.
11: Um, yeah. Um, you're not about a prop comic. Where's this? Where's the? Where's the skill? So, uh, Mick, XFL football. Do you have your algorithm ready for for week three and? Have you locked in your favorite team yet in the XFL? I see Guy Ferrari, who, like, like, you know, I want to support the XFL, but the fact that the XFL is pandering to that dude to pick a favorite team makes me hate the league. <laughs> but uh, I'll ask you, Mick. We asked you last week. You had a few. But now that we're, you know, the league's rolling on now, have you, have you settled in? And you can't, like we said, you can't have three out of the eight. I'll give you two out of the eight, Mick. Not six, not seven, not five, not three, not four. I, I can accept a team in each division, Mick. Like, who Who are your guys so far now after a couple of weeks?
20: All right. Well, I'm going to go like you. I'm going to go where possibly the money is, but I'm going to stick with the Houston Roughnecks, and I'm going to go with the D.C. Defenders because I think they're the best two teams, and that's my safe bet for the week. Take those two teams on the line Multi, plays minus one, two, nine, or something like that. But I'm really interested in this XFL from a business perspective. I know Vince McMahon is putting in $350 million. I'm going to be very interested to see how it goes, whether it survives, whether it grows, whether it fails. And I really hope it grows so that these players have an option other than the NFL and the CFL because as you said last night the NFL players get screwed out a little bit of money compared to the NBA and the other leagues only getting 48. Yeah, but that's their
11: own fault. Like and, and you know Mick's bringing it up so there's there's breaking news about the NFL um NFL collective bargaining agreement and we're going to get to it. So basically The NFL owners are going to screw the players over even harder than have already been screwed over in exchange to be allowed to smoke weed. That's like, that's the trade-off. Even Booger McFarlane, like who is a company guy, he said, so basically, basically you're rolling over so you can smoke weed. You should be able to smoke weed anyways. All right. It's what a joke. Can you imagine, guys? Think about this. And you know, I know this out the sports better, but next time, like a player holds out or anything, don't feel any sympathy for anybody in the NFL. The players are stupid. Okay, they're stupid. And if you, de- you know, if you're this stupid all the time, you deserve to get run over at this point. But imagine this, guys. The NBA, the NBA players and the league split fifty percent of everything. Seems to be normal, right? All right, let's just split it all. NHL. They split 50% of everything. Now, the owners have their little caches where they make money with concessions. Players don't get that stuff. Uh, Parking. There's a lot of extra money that comes in. But that's not as significant in an arena as it is in a stadium. In the NFL, the players don't get the luxury box stuff. And the stadiums are all luxury boxes now. So, like, the owner said, all right, guys, you know what? We're going to split the revenue of the tickets, but not the luxury suites. So you notice in all these modern stadiums, there's no rows. It's all luxury suites. So, like, the players are so dumb. Like, they really are. The, the players are like a 14-year-old kid in George Washington uh, Square buying weed from a dude. All right, kid, I'll be right back with your 20 bucks. I think Jared got learned a lesson like that when he was a kid. He's nodding his head. He's like, he sat in the park waiting for two hours. <laughs> Dude's not coming back. Well, <laughs> not coming back. Yeah. Never coming back. I've been there myself. Um, but 48%, guys. The NFL owners are giving the players 48% of the revenue – AND THE CONTRACTS AREN'T EVEN GUARANTEED!
16: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
22: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
16: Hey look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of
22: options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault.
8: products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
12: Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, the best quarterback on the best team, and you forget about the spreads.
11: Yeah, you know what? The, it's there's no the only real flow of the league we have from a betting standpoint is unders or six and two. Yeah, the, and the totals have just right, plummeted. So that's like the only thing. There's only been eight games. It's yeah. funny, like how everyone oh, the league's gonna fail on oh, the quarterback plays no good. It's like it's been two games, jackasses. Yeah. <laughs> two games. It's Not even what they they play in the preseason yet.
12: P.J. Walker looks really good too. P.J. Walker looks real. Yeah, he good.
11: looks a lot better than I thought. Yeah, me too. Uh, he would, but from a betting perspective, now the numbers are starting. You know, they're starting to get bigger. A little more of a gap uh, right now. This Tampa Bay Viper team. And we'll get into it with Joe Lisi, and I know Mark Trestman, head coach at the Tampa Bay Vipers. And I brought this up actually earlier in the week, and it's funny to hear players say the exact same thing. It's amazing how often I'm right. Um, so I said earlier in the week. Tresman is stubborn. Like with the Toronto Argonauts, we're going to the CFL here, but he was the coach. He was also coach of the Bears, if you remember. Uh, But he was the coach of the Argonauts in the CFL, and he had better quarterbacks on the bench, and he refused to recognize it. And then when he made the switch, he went to the worst guy again after. And we're seeing this all over again in Tampa, and I read a quote yesterday from a Tampa Bay Viper unnamed player. Said Tressman's a mess, man. He said the guy refuses to adapt, and he's stuck, and he's got to make roster changes, and he doesn't because he thinks he knows it all. Uh, They're playing their first home game. Can't wait to talk to Lisi.
10: We have Charles Davis coming up next to talk about the NFL Combine. We're just starting on Sunday. He's the NFL Network analyst and on Fox. Stay tuned. Morning after
9: next.
18: That's Madesailors.com.
27: Pharrell on the bench.
28: What are those things that everybody wears Masks. the giant mask?
27: On? She needed a mask because she was sneezing on us and yeah. she was giving us the virus. She was trying to get us sick and kill us. That lady, I hate her too. I hate short lady number two, and I hate that lady number one. But we got through, and then we went to our plane, and then Carver High had to sit on a plane with a kid kicking his chair. He wanted to punch him in the face, which I rooted for. Catch the show weeknights at midnight on the sports grid network
10: we'll be joined shortly by charles davis the nfl network and nfl on fox analyst we'll talk about the nfl combine which is going to be beginning on sunday and he actually does some work with the tennessee titans in the preseason so it should be interesting to hear what he has to say about the titans quarterback situation as well Gabe, while we're just waiting for this, the CBA has, the owners have ruled that they're all for the new CBA, which is saying that the Wild Card Weekend. Of course, the
11: owners have ruled, yeah, they're for it. (laughs) They made it. Yeah.
10: So it's basically just to restate that the Wild Card Weekend would be expanded to six games, three Saturday, three Sunday, seven playoff teams per conference instead of just six, and you would have the... First round by going to just the one seed and not the two seed. We do have Charles now, though, so we'll talk about the CBA on the other side. Charles Davis joining us from NFL Network and NFL on Fox. Charles, thanks for joining us today.
29: Thanks for having me. How are you doing?
10: We're great over here. So the combine is starting on Sunday with players reporting then. However, there's going to be some changes in the next few years. They're trying to get the combine to be more fan friendly for television purposes. What are your thoughts on potential changes such as, you know, not being able to do um, certain things like the bench press and them trying to change up the way that athletes are going to approach the combine?
29: Yeah, it's not concerning me at all and and for this reason. The league and the teams are coming together about what things are going to either add to the Combine or eliminate, which means everyone's still working off the same testing, right, the same results, the same everything. So that part doesn't change. Making it more TV-friendly, look, they've been doing that for years. We've been working on this thing for a long time. I remember when they first started televising the Combine, it was the same as the draft. A lot of old-school NFL people were like, this is a disaster. You can't do this. You can't have people involved in this. This is just for the teams. And it's gotten bigger and bigger. And now we're going primetime, just as the draft did. So none of that surprises me. None of that bothers me, to to, to be perfectly frank, I used to be kind of old-school, like, don't change a thing. Now, hey, it's up to you guys. You guys figure it out and let's go. And just tell me what time to show
11: up. Uh, Charles, it's always great talking to you. Um, it's, I was reading recently that, you know, some teams, some coaches aren't going. They're sending their scouts. That there's more of a different yeah. – people are relying more on game tape right now. They don't really care about the bench press. They, you know what? You can jump all you want, kid. You know, we want to meet you. Is it, Are you hearing the same thing right now? You're around this, that really the big thing that they want – they want to sit down with, with the man face-to-face get to know the player a little bit to understand what kind of character uh the player has and game tape is the key right now is the combine really it's i'm seeing it more so for the guys from the third round to the to the seventh right now isn't it more so where the teams kind of know who they like already
29: yeah there's a there's a very strong element of that you you make a good point i think what's going on with teams a couple of things are happening one because of, of, of what was what we just talked about before, how we're televising it, you can sit in your office and watch the combine. Yeah, and get it <laughs> it's absolutely being there. And you're not so, getting so,
11: any so inside secret, Charles, that your competitor is not It's on TV.
29: <laughs> yeah, it's on TV. It's right here. You know, you know when when there, I remember being a kid and in early boxing. I never really boxing, but in, when fights were on, on networks.
11: I've been talking about all uh, Charles network I grew up like that. Every fight, Saturday, fight, CBS, right. Tim Ryan, Gil Clancy, Bernie yeah. F- yep. Pacheco. Come on, yeah.
29: Exactly. That's why I, I saw with Boom Boom Mancini and Duck Koo Kim. You know, I saw that fight on on, on, the, on yeah. that network. But anyway, they they would show you the round-by-round scoring, which was, you know, a big deal for us at home, Right. What they forgot was if you were a smart competitor, you had someone staffed watching the round by round scoring that would tell the corner, Hey, by the way, you can't lose now. (laughs) You know, you're up enough rounds, this and this. Then they're like, Oh yeah, that's right. So they had to go to guys like Harold Letterman who would give you their opinion, but it wasn't necessarily, you know, the thing. So in this case, it's 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 the round by round scoring. We're getting it, you're getting it live. There's no secrets, as you said. So that part is fine. You're exactly right about with the with the players. That's a big deal. But here's the thing now. Because of the change to prime time, they've cut down the number of interviews each team can do with players. Usually it had been 60 at the combine. Now it's down to 45. Well, I think people would, a quick flashpoint is, oh, my God, they're eliminating that time with the players. You're actually not. It just means it's 45 at the combine. That means you got to make other decisions about how many guys you bring in for your visits on, with the team. Are you able to get them at their pro day and sit down with them during your time there? There's just other ways to do it to get to know these guys. And bottom line is, the scores will tell you what you need to know. What did he run? What did he bench? What did he jump? All of that. You getting a look at them in person, well, the key decision makers will still be at the combine. There's so much attention about, you know, the the Broncos not sending people, such such not sending people. If you look at the fine print, though, they didn't say they weren't sending anyone. They were just sending a limited number of people. That's where the difference is. So now the head coach and the GM and maybe the owner of the team might be there, maybe a couple of others, but they're not sending the coaching staff. And for different teams, it works differently. The Bengals, the coaching staff has a big play in, in the draft process. They will all be there. For other teams where the scouts drive the draft process, maybe the coaches aren't as necessary and they'll quit sending them. So you just have to know how each team does it and what their philosophy is.
12: Charles, we all know about the quarterbacks uh, at the top of this draft, but I actually think it's the wide receivers uh, that that's one of the deepest uh, positions in this draft. We all know about C.D. Lamb, Judy, the uh, two Alabama kids. We got the Clemson kid as well. Justin Jefferson from LSU. Those are the big names. I'm curious about your kind of take on this wide receiver draft, and, and I'll throw you a wild card name. As a Penn State alum, I'm very curious where K.J. Hamler falls in all of this as well. I think he can yeah. be a game-breaker as well. I'll break down the uh, wide receiver class this uh, this uh, season, which I, I think is uh, the, the the deepest position in this draft.
29: Well, I will, I will co-sign with your opinion on that. It is the deepest position in this draft, and Frankly, so it's not even close. I mean, it, it's loaded. Now we can get into hyperbole and say, "Well, you can get your starter in the seventh round and a receiver this day." Well, that's probably going too far. <laughs> but I would, say, I, I, I would, I would say through the first four rounds. Don't be surprised if guys come out of the fourth round and are immediate starters in the NFL. That's how deep this draft is, and maybe even deeper than that, you'll get a couple of outliers depending on where they hurt or hurt, you know, for the last season. Did they not produce at a high level? Did they have a dispute with the coaching staff? Did the team run the ball more and all of a sudden they get a chance? You know, Ataje Sharp a few years ago came to the Tennessee Titans. Yep. I think he's like a fifth-round pick out of, out of UMass and was their best receiver throughout preseason and into the season before he got hurt as a rookie. So we're going to see stories like that. Let's go back to your guy, K.J. Hamler. He is, he, is, he is fun to watch, all right? The kid can run, run the routes, all the things you're looking for. Have you heard what the one knock on him, on his, on him is right now? Have you heard what that is? I nice. Too many drops. Mm. Inconsistent in terms of – inconsistent on catching the football, things of that nature. They will have to determine what is causing that. All right? I'll give you a quick story. When I was at the University of Tennessee many, 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 many moons ago, <laughs> I played with a guy by the name of Mike, Mike Miller. Okay? Mike could flat out fly. Mike was part of the NCAA champion 4 by 100 relay team, blah, 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 blah. And we always joked that, yeah, Mike's going to run by you, but you don't necessarily Mike's going to catch it. All right? So we used to joke his defensive back, yeah, we can't keep up with him, but he may very well drop it and save us anyway. And so Mike had inconsistent hands and went like the fourth round of the NFL. Turned out he got to, I think the Giants took him, got to the Giants, and they tested him. He had, he had sight problems. He couldn't see. They had to fix him with contacts and anything and he got better. Sometimes we have those sort of things. I don't know what it is with KJ. Maybe it's just the fact that maybe he was playing with some injuries and trying to play through some of that. All I know is I got to watch him work out probably about a month ago. And I could not come away more impressed with what I saw. He is in the mix to be a first-round receiver. Wouldn't surprise me at all if he went there. But he's in the in the mix with a lot of guys. So it depends on what you're thinking as a team. Do you think his hands are going to get better? Do you do you have a reason why you think those drops occurred? Because the rest of his game is top-notch.
11: Let me ask you, Charles. As far as the wide receivers, if you're the GM, and I know there's different types of guys. You've got your smaller speed guys. You know you got your lambs. What about a guy like Jefferson? He lit it up with LSU. T. Higgins, which one of these sort of six foot three, six foot four guys, you know, who's who's potentially the next Jones out of this group? Who's that sort of monster that we're going to say, man, we step on him? Second, let's say you're GM tells you're drafting second, third round. Who's your guy? Head to head, you go with T. Higgins, or I'm a Bills fan. I, do I want Jefferson or Higgins on my team, or are we missing on someone else? What about the kid out of Colorado and Chano here?
29: Yeah, Chanel. Yeah, yeah you're, you're you're asking so many questions, and I think the reason you're asking as a Bills fan is you're looking for that big-bodied receiver, red zone, that can take some pressure <laughs> off, take the pressure off of Josh Allen throwing the football, because you're looking for a guy that can give your quarterback what we call a little more of a forgiving zone to. A yeah. guy with great catch if the ball's not perfectly thrown, that may be not as accurate as you're looking for, he can make it right. Is that, am, am I on track with you?
30: Yes, sir. Is that what
29: you're looking for? Is yeah, yeah, yes, well, sir. You've, 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 identi- you've identified some of the top guys. I'm going to give you another one. Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Yep. You remember Nikhil Harry came out last year, right, and he ended up going at the bottom of the first round to New England, never really got on track, was dinged up the whole thing. I like this kid better. If I looked at my evaluation of Harry versus my evaluation of IU, both coming out at the same time, I like IU better. But that's another guy to keep an eye on. But Schnault is one of my particular favorites.
11: Yeah, IU, uh, 65 passes, eight touchdowns, 1,100 yards uh, this year. Love talking football with Charles Harrell.
10: Charles Davis, of NFL Network and Fox NFL coverage. Thanks for joining us.
29: Thank you, guys. Take care.
10: Get off my lawn coming up next.
21: A little story about Boost Mobile. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your dog die? Your girlfriend left you. No, the pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone.
22: Mm Mm-hmm.
21: That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't without boost mobile i got an old phone it makes my life sad i feel so alone i'm switching to boost getting four phones for free Your yeah, samsung galaxy is for my whole family
28: switch to boost mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with unlimited data and four free samsung galaxy a20 phones all on our super reliable super fast network step up with boost mobile New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See boostmobile.com or retailer for full details.
17: That's
8: 800-470-7113. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780.
12: All right, the morning after returns, they're taking bets down in the pit on who's going to win the Wonderlick test that uh, Gabe and I are going to take uh, in our next hour. We're going to do that. We're going to do a little NL West preview. We're going to talk about a big fight happening in Vegas this weekend. But first, it's Gabe Morenci with Get Off My Lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my
31: lawn. I
0: asked you nicely. Well, now I'm getting very irritated. For the last time, get the hell off my lawn. Well, the National
11: Basketball Association is uh, back, and the Philadelphia 76ers uh, won last night against uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, nice, uh, nice comeback uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers, and pretty much a, a pretty poor collapse uh, by the Brooklyn Nets uh, last night. And I believe when it was all said and done, well, Embiid ended up with 39 points. Now, Embiid, people who don't, like, watch the NBA on a game-by-game basis He's really become an outside presence uh, right now. Joel Embiid's not a center. Joel Embiid has, like, developed into this hybrid, dare I even say, point guard. Like, you know, like, last night I'm watching him. He's telling people, he's handling the ball. He's setting people up. He's taking it to the rack. He's dunking. He's hitting threes. You know what? He's doing it all. And that's almost the problem. You're doing too much, bro, right? Like, it's almost to the point where you think you're everything. You think you're the... Think you're the center. You think you're the powerful. And evidently now he thinks he's the best player in the world, as he said after last night's game. Now there's a difference between having confidence in yourself, and, and I totally get it. That every if you asked a lot of guys in the NBA if they were the best player in the league, they'd probably say yes. I think James Harden thinks he's the best player in the league. Lebron Lebron thinks he's the king. All right. Um, yeah, so you think LeBron thinks he's the best player in the league? Well, if you sat down with Kawhi you know, what do you think Kawhi Leonard thinks? Kawhi Leonard knows he's the best player in the league, and so does everyone else, uh, for the record. Uh, but you, you hear what I'm saying? So I get it. But Joel Embiid, bro, Joel Embiid, like there's a difference between being confident and just being outright stupid. And not saying I'm one of the best players in the world. So you actually kind of are, technically. Is Joel Embiid like a top 20 player in the NBA? Yes. Is he a top 15 player in the NBA? Is he top 10? I don't know about top. You know what I mean? So it's basically like DeMar DeRozan saying, you know what? I'm clearly the best player in the NBA. But Joel Embiid actually believes this crap. But the problem with guys like Joel Embiid is he'll spew but then, I don't know, maybe Warren he will break down in tears after the game. It's like, bro, you were gassed in an All-Star game. Like, he nearly collapsed in the All-Star game. You actually think you're better than the Greek freak, bro? <laughs> like, honestly, you think you're better You're not even, But you, you want to go down the list of players in the international Basketball Association? Joel Embiid's one of these kids, a the modern NBA player, that I want to like. Like, I liked Embiid in Kansas. I want to like Joel Embiid. And he's not as much of a, a punk-ass uh, clown as Ben Simmons is at all. I think Embiid actually cares about winning. Embiid, he wants to be the best. Except he doesn't work like he wants to be the best. But you now that's the key to all this, Joel. If you really do want to be the best player in the world, and I'll tell you what, you got the freaking skills to do it, bro. Because you can really do it all. Like, you're that good. But... You gotta put the work in. You gotta change your your thinking. You know, you could be the best, but you're not right now. And the fact that you think you are, I gotta tell you, get
0: the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. I asked you nicely. Well, now I'm getting very irritated. For the last time.
11: Get the hell off my
0: lawn.
10: Wow, just to be able to declare yourself as the best at something, the best in the league, nonetheless, when you are up against someone like LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Well,
11: the Anthony thing is, Davis. the fact that he thinks he's the best already, Ariel, like shows why he'll he'll never be the best. Like the true best always try to improve all the time and be expands his game. But like you know, if you listen to the Greek Freak Talk, Ariel, he'll say all the time, "I've got to get better." I just, you know, and I'm working on my weaknesses. I'm going to get better. Like, he looks and he says, all right, what am I doing wrong? I got to address that, and that's not going to happen next year. And he becomes more of a complete player. Joel Embiid just shows up, the same guy, every year. He's out of shape. Uh, like, you know, the dude who sweats more than O.J. Simpson did on the stand when he was, like, up for, for the double murder charge. Like, Joel Embiid breaks into a heavy sweat and is, like, he basically looks like me running after, like, a bus in the morning. When like you get on the bus late. after, I'm like, <laughs> you know, like you,
10: right. you, know you come I mean? in all slutty. Yeah, and
11: everyone's looking at you like, God, that's you. like me on the subway. In the God, summer. are you out of shape? It's really like, bad. Oh, I'm sitting there.
10: So where would you put Joel Embiid? Would you put him in your top 10, your top 20? That's a
11: good question, actually. Um, this is we're doing this fresh. This is an un- unprepared. But who are the top five players in the NBA? LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's the best Davis, player in the league. Uh, the Greek honest. freak is right there. Uh, Anthony Davis really is uh, kicking ass right now. LeBron James. Um, who else are we missing here? Arden. Uh, I mentioned Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah, Luca. Luka Doncic is a little overrated to me. People, he's good, but people need to cheer out on him. You got to do it, like, for more than, you know what I mean? You got to do it to be, like, the top.
10: Just like in your range, of, would you put him? I would say top ten.
11: Would you I say, top I'd, top I'd say I don't probably you know, 13, 15. Okay. Right, but that's a long ways from number one. <laughs> like, it is. You know, it's,
12: he's nowhere near the top five. Like Let, put it this way, he's nowhere near if, the top five.
11: If Giannis came out and said, "I'm the best player in the world," it would be like, "Yeah, kind of." I guess if you know, people wouldn't say, "And hey, what do you? What do you do? What do you stone like? What are you crazy?" You pop a bunch of gummies from uh, from uh, Dion Waiters here, like it's just you know my, my deal with him is I don't mind the confidence and I think Joel Embiid is a nice guy at heart.
10: He's a hundred to one for MVP.
11: Okay, so Ariel, you that was the smartest line out of, <laughs> out of the show yet. <laughs> There's the case, case closed. That's why your family, are attorneys, all you need to say. You're a hundred to one to be the MVP. And what's who's who's the favorite?
10: Giannis. Giannis. And yes. what are the odds? Minus three ninety. Okay,
11: go. so. Giannis is the best player. Ariel the <laughs> wins the debate. Um, there it is, bro. You're 100 <laughs> to 1 according to reality. <laughs> he's minus 390 according to reality. Therefore, he's better than you. <laughs> is the next best I'm just odds like,
12: plus odds? Yes, LeBron <laughs> 700.
11: That's a win. big gap. He won't win, LeBron. There's no chance. But one thing they don't give him. Like they're like, They don't like giving him like, the MVPs. How many how many MVPs LeBron won? It's Two or of, three, I like
10: think. It's like Tom right? Brady.
11: I think and he's won. The yeah, well, they're battles. like, yeah, you won championships. You have the money. They like giving MVPs. He's giving won more stuff. Finals
12: MVPs than he has regular season. Yeah,
11: MVPs, I think. but LeBron gets pissed off about it. I think he might have one. Can someone in the pick confirm? I think
12: two. I think he has either two or
11: three. I know two or three is my guess. I know a couple of years ago, he was pretty pissed about it. Four. Wow. Four-time MVP.
12: Them.
10: Three-time three NBA fi- Finals.
12: So, wow, he actually has more regular season Four MVPs Four regular
11: finals. season MVPs. 2009,
10: I would not have 2010,
11: that. 2012, 2013.
10: All with the Cavs, right? I oh, no, no, with the Heat.
11: It's more than Michael Jordan.
10: So yeah, four-time Jordan. NBA Jordan. MVP, 3 times NBA Finals MVP, It's
11: weird though. NBA like, champ. Generally, like, the best coach, the best coaches, the best players, they don't win that stuff. Right. It sounds weird. You know what I mean? Like, Phil Jackson, how many times did he win coach of the year? He's got, like, 19 rings, but how many mm-hmm. times, like...
10: Like Bill Belichick.
11: Yeah, and a great Belichick bell.
12: never wins coaching. No, and you know why? Because he's always expected, You're expected. The coach of the year is always won. the guy that takes the team from here to and here. And the same thing with the MVP. It's like, oh, this guy's new. He's amazing. Look exactly. really what he just
11: did. He took this team. So, like, you know, I don't get too worked up about this it's MVP It's also
12: voted stuff. by the by the media. And it's,
11: but, but as far as our uh, talking about Embiid, you just close the case. Mm-hmm.
23: He's end of argument.
11: A you're 100 to 1, bro. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I brought this up with Conor McGregor. In which Conor McGregor runs around, I'm the best in the world. Everyone fears me. It's like, bro, you're a minus 260 peeps uh, 260 if he fights you again. Like, you're an underdog against everybody, Conor. But, like, he literally thinks, I think he thinks he's a minus 700 favorite. Like, right. he lives in the... No, no, I'm the favorite,
12: right? No, no, bro, you're not the favorite. I'm okay with players having that yes. chip on their shoulder. Just don't vocalize it to the media. No, but if you're Embiid, he should say,
11: "I, uh, you know what?" It was I'm one great, of the best. It was players a great game. It was a great game. Being at the All Star game inspired me. There's this quote here. All right, after putting up 39 points, 16 rebounds over to Brooklyn Nets, who are like the softest interior paint team in the game, essentially. Um, all right, any aggression he played against Brooklyn was a carryover from the way he played in the All Star game for sure. Embiid says the All Star game was fun. Being there in the fourth quarter, doing my thing at the end of the game, I thought it was great. But the All-Star Game, just proving I'm here, I belong. And being the best player in the world, I just intend to keep coming out every single night and play hard and try to get wins and go out and try to win
12: a championship. You know... Maybe he meant the best international player, but that also doesn't hold true. No, 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 no. That also does not hold true. Listen,
11: He's a good player. My old deal, man, and I said I'm not ripping him for thinking he's great. All right? You are... But if you already think you're the best, Joel... You got a long way to go, bro. You know what I mean? Like the Ariel said it, you're 100 to 1. The physical conditioning is the number 1 thing with this guy. I think he eats worse than I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's in shape, he's better in shape, like you know what I mean? But you know, like that's the deal. Supposedly he eats like Taco Bell, he eats junk food, he doesn't work out. That's another thing. If you look at Joel Embiid, he's a big muscle, he's a big dude, Ariel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's no He doesn't go to the gym. Like, Joel Embiid's not, like, crushing stuff. And I get it. It's not a bodybuilding competition. But imagine, Joel, if you were, like, stronger and you had, like, a quicker step. It'd be scary. You really would be, like, the best player, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't think you're the best. You're not. Like, somebody needs to tell him. You could be. You could be. But you're not right now.
10: How much of that is a product of him being on the 76ers and the negative energy that it A lot, I think.
11: It's a good good very good point. You figure a guy like Jimmy Butler would wear off, but they ran Jimmy Butler out because I think they thought he would destroy them. I think being around Ben Simmons is a bad influence Aaron. I've always felt I've I've called this for years, Jared. I think when Joel Embiid's contract is up, he's gonna leave Philadelphia. Also agree. Yeah.
4: I'm going to tell you how you can get real healthcare for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable healthcare for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly healthcare payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current healthcare. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health
17: Call right now. That number is 800 485 6003.
8: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
16: I am worried about an unprecedented amount of money being spent on a campaign.
7: That's Democratic frontrunner Bernie Sanders discussing his concerns about the entry of billionaire Michael Bloomberg into the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. Sanders also saying in that interview with CBS News that he was surprised about Bloomberg's performance in the other night's debate. I wasn't. And, and you know,
16: and if that's what happened in a Democratic debate... You know, I I think it's quite likely that Trump will chew them up and spit them out.
7: Sanders and the other Democrats campaigning in Nevada today as it holds its caucuses tomorrow. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says a peace deal between the Taliban and the United States could be signed by February 29th, as long as a week-long reduction in violence holds. This is USA Radio News.
0: Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. The healthcare open enrollment period has ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up now with Liberty Health Share. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're not insurance. That means you can sign up at any time of the year. Liberty Health Share is no network. You're free to pick your own doctors, hospitals, providers, and there are no contracts. Starting as low as $199 per month, Liberty Health Share has memberships for singles, couples, and families of any size. I joined. I'm a member. My four children are members. Liberty Health Share saves me $18,000 thousand dollars each year compared to what I was paying for health insurance. Liberty HealthShare is a nonprofit ministry. Your money goes towards helping other members with their eligible medical expenses. And in your time of need, other members are there for you. You could feel good knowing you're part of the community of like-minded individuals who understand the importance of people coming together to bear one another's burdens. For more information, call eight five five fifty eight Liberty, 85558 Liberty, or go to LibertyHealthshare dot org slash Root. That's LibertyHealthShare dot org slash Wayne Root.
7: Some intelligence officials are sounding a warning that Russia is continuing its efforts to interfere with the 2020 presidential election. At a briefing last week, congressional lawmakers were reportedly told part of that effort is focused on getting President Trump reelected. The president was reportedly furious about the classified briefing given to Congress, but former CIA Director John Brennan says everyone involved was simply doing their job. You need to carry out your responsibilities with the greatest integrity and honesty and let the chips fall where they may. I would tell them
4: not to go to the door, not to leave, continue to do their work the best they can.
7: He was speaking on MSNBC. The jury in the Harvey Weinstein sex crime trial in New York City wants a readback of some testimony from one of his accusers, That's what the jury requested late yesterday. The jury will get that when they start day four of deliberations shortly. Stocks on Wall Street falling in early trading as coronavirus concerns continue. And this is USA Radio News.
2: Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175.
7: A winter storm dumping snow on millions in North Carolina and the state of Virginia this morning. More than 12 million Southerners are under winter weather alerts, including folks in Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, the state's two biggest cities. A long-time wish coming true this weekend for retired Miami Heat superstar Dwayne Wade. The team is going to retire his number three jersey on Saturday night at halftime during the Heat's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers at American Airlines Arena. Some new Barbies are being released, and USA Radio's Wendy King tells us who they look like.
1: Toymaker Mattel is introducing three new dolls in its Inspiring Women line of Barbie dolls. They feature the likenesses of accomplished women throughout history. The new set features dolls based on Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Jean King, and Florence Nightingale. Each of the dolls costs $29.99 and can be purchased on the Barbie website or other retailers. The collection previously included dolls based on the likenesses of Sally Ride, Rosa Parks, and Amelia Earhart. Mm.
7: And forget about running into Costco for a quick bite of pizza or a hot dog if you're not a member. The big box retailers always required a membership for the food court, but it never really enforced it until now. A new crackdown is scheduled to begin on the 16th of next month. There are postings of photos of the store signs already online. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
25: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
11: I don't know. The first fight was a draw, and they both... You can make an argument for both fighters. That's what makes this fight so fascinating, that's why this fight is being so heavily hyped because you, it's like the Super Bowl was. You know what I mean? You had San Francisco. You had Kansas City. You got a one-point point. point you know it was what I mean? a pick them Yeah, and that's, that's what makes a big game, a big fight. You're like, exactly. People are to be more excited about a pick game than, oh, whatever. That team's favored by 14 points. Yeah. And this is one of these deals where the fight is a pick em. Wilder is a slight favorite, 110 to, uh, to 106 for Fury. Fury outboxed this guy the last time they fought. Fury's the better boxer, even though he's six 6'7". Um, so he's the better boxer. He outboxed him. He was decisively beating him. But in the 10th round, Wilder, like, freaking knocked him down. Like, you know, severely knocked him down. And then in the 12th round, Wilder nearly murdered him. Like, Wilder, like, hit him with a punch that some people believe is, like, the hardest punch in the history. Like, basically, like, literally nearly murdered the dude. Yet somehow Fury got up. Now I don't know if you guys know um, the the story of Tyson Fury. Like his his name is um, Mike Tyson. His name is Tyson because yeah. of Mike Tyson. But his his family is a family of fighters and traveling gypsies. Like in in Europe, there's some gypsies here, not so much anymore. But in Europe, basically they're homeless. They don't have a country. They don't have a home. They they live on the streets. They travel. They're gypsies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you'll see. I don't know. Like, i um, imagining Ariel hasn't met too many gypsies. Uh,
12: you know.
10: <laughs> Actually, we had a family of them in our hometown.
12: Oh, did you? Did yeah. you really? Yeah. In Baltimore?
10: What? New York. In
12: New York. Well, I mean, I know, Baltimore. Your, well, I know your family's from Maryland.
10: I never lived there.
12: Okay, I didn't know that you never lived there. I know you're a big Ravens fan. <laughs>
10: Actually, no. Tommy Fury, really, though. She's
12: like Elaine Bennis.
10: <laughs> Tommy Fury, though, is basically the bachelor. We're in the
11: Orioles
12: cap for Back game. in
10: their hometown. His brother.
12: Oh, what do you mean? The bachelor. He's Wait, like, there's gypsies in Rockland County.
10: There was a family of them. Yes.
12: Originally from Miami would have never guessed that but, so you're, you're bringing the bachelor into this somehow.
10: So Tommy Fury, <laughs> the brother, the brother of Tyson Fury is on pretty much like the bachelor of England.
11: Oh, OK. He's cashing in on it. All right. All right. Uh, see. I did
10: so not. He's like the most famous like bachelor out there.
12: There, there's a tidbit I did not know. So uh, the father has never said, guessed that.
10: Yeah, his father. Learning lots
12: of new things today.
10: His father actually said, I watch both of my sons all the time. He watches every show of Tommy and he watches every fight for Tyson. Tyson's just a fighter and Tommy's a lover.
11: Yeah, well, uh, i tell you what, Tyson uh, Tyson is also uh, the one with more money. <laughs> so, uh, right. He's getting a hell of a lot more money uh, for this. So big, big dude. You know, Wilder, they're, they're both, you know, they're so evenly matched. They're... Oh, oh,
22: oh, O'Reilly.
12: This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story.
28: As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, oh.
16: All right. Auto Parts
33: I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio.
31: Chicago, Parco, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I, I
33: create my own radio stations. I Heart, I Heart, I Heart
6: radio.
33: Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com.
6: more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying right now
17: 800-814-5188 800-814-5188 800-814-5188 that's 800-814-5188
19: are you or someone you love one of the nearly one million americans living with parkinson's disease there is no known cure but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant to download the new Parkinson's Trial Participant Pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack
4: The best
27: Pharrell. Coast to coast. The time you did my show downtown on Fremont Street was not staged. And I saw you go uh, to the top of the mountain and then down the other side of the mountain. You started drinking 45-ounce liquor drinks with vodka in them and lemonade and slush. And by the time you you were done, you were like fast. Fans everywhere loved it because Marenzi did. Pharrell on a bench hammered. Weekdays for the
18: 6 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network
10: welcome back to the morning after we know that the nfl combine is on sunday and a lot of the players have to take the wanderlick <laughs> test. just making so sure my bell works test and gabe is already cheating
11: all right I'm not, no, no 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 let's just clarify cheating you two are the penn state guys i gotta keep my eye on both of you watch your hands jared um <laughs> <You're> um <right. laughs> There's already controversy. Uh, Sherrod and Sean are buddies. Sean's like the only one betting against me. You're betting against me in the pit. Please. I've never and seen him once outside. I think he, know, of he has word. the questions. He knows the questions are coming or something. No, he Anyways, doesn't. Anyways, yeah, yeah, Penn State and Penn State. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting played here. This <laughs> no. is this is being played under protest. Maybe I'm just
12: smarter than Actually, you. Actually, the
10: pit is Team Canada here. Under the pit protest, is four to two in favor of Gabe Morenci to win this Wanderlic test. So we have five questions that we are going to present to them. It's not timed. It's going to be who answers it first correctly. First question, guys. Select the one that's not a triangle: acute, rhombus, obtuse, or right. Jared.
12: Rhombus is not a triangle.
10: Is that the correct answer? That's the correct answer.
12: Oh, I thought we were gonna get like some dissolve or something.
10: No, I guess we're just doing it this <laughs> it's way.
12: Low budget graphics. We should time. note that's the uh, that's the
11: question that he saw on the screen. It is. I don't know. Yeah, it is. He admits it. <laughs> I, he I saw it. Saw
12: it. I saw, it was on the screen. Throw it out Throw it out
11: Fine! Throw it, Throw
19: out.
12: it out Throw it out <laughs> <That> Protest was, <laughs> that was, Doesn't mean anything That was That was the warm up
11: question oh, You gotta blindfold this guy He can't help himself
3: He did answer that quickly too he
11: I did. don't know what shot Yeah yeah <laughs> You didn't even say Ding Like yeah yeah like, make on. it sound Can I look
12: now Am I allowed to look No I'm looking straight ahead Straight ahead Blindfold this guy
10: Question number two Blank is to winter As sweltering is to summer Sultry Step it. Chilly. Blinding. Thermal. Uh, right. Chilly. That is correct. <laughs>
11: that is I'm not funny. looking. I'm, look, I'm looking over here. No, no, no. I, dude, I, I don't. I, no, you're not cheating on that one. <laughs> the cadence of a question threw me off. <laughs> She was like, a winner. I knew the answer, but I was like, I didn't know what she was going to stop talking.
10: Now it's my fault.
11: Uh, it is. All right. Now, one nothing, Jared.
10: Your reflexes have to be better. It is. Two nothing, is Jared. pretty fast. Yeah. Two nothing, Jared.
11: No, it's one. All right. Five. Next.
10: Oh, we threw it out. Okay. Yeah. Three. Terminate is the opposite of employ, begin, complete, or lament.
12: Repeat the employ. question. Okay.
10: John, is that right? That's wrong.
12: Repeat the question.
10: Terminate is the opposite oh, begin, of unemployed, begin, begin complete Begin. And begin. Begin. <laughs> begin. That is correct. <laughs> All right. One, one one. Split even, like Gabe's best bets.
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. Mediocre.
10: <laughs> We're doing not, okay. I'm not trying to so show off. We have not an even amount of questions. Pack. So if it ends up in a tie, we might have to have a bonus question. All right, let's, question. Go, let's go. Select the word that is different from the others coin, ample, token, or change? Ample. That is correct. Good job, Gabe. All right, two, one. Final question. Question number five, unofficially question number four. How many days are there in three years? 1,095, 1,105, 1,090, 1,085. You can look at the choices.
11: Would you say three years?
10: Three years. How many days are there in three years?
12: 1,090. 1,095.
10: 1,095 is the correct answer. Ugh. Guys, we're it's so two, mediocre.
11: Two. I should have got that. That was the easy math one, but I, I just started like, I got lazy. I was like, <laughs>
12: <laughs> all Tutu, right, go one more. Wait, a leap year is different, though. We
10: don't have a graphic for a fifth That's one. That's fine. But guys in the pit, Steve, you might have one, too. There's going to be a another bonus, bonus question because right now we're tied into. Stomach We threw out the first question that Jared did get. This is right, good. This
12: is like the Wilder like Fury fight.
11: fight. I wish uh, exactly. it was a pick we a We we should have had Bob compete as well. <laughs> oh God! Should have been a three
12: three. Bob uh, versus panel. Nick Aussie. All right, guys. Uh, you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. All right, your question is: Are the two are the following two words similar? Contradictory or not related.
11: All right, hold on, hold on. You guys like you guys like talk too fast. No, no,
12: that, I'm slowing <laughs> down. All right, are these similar, words, contradictory,
11: similar, contradictory,
12: or not related? Or not, not related. related. Similar. Detest and despise. Jared. Similar. That's correct.
10: Jared is our winner. Congratulations, Jared Smith. You win by the final score of three. Nobody bet on two. me down in
12: the pit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we wall. had two. The this, underdog. That it seems to be a, a uh, like, whoever hit the buzzer first. That was an underdog win by Jerry. It's reactions. That
10: wasn't underdog. I used to be a
12: goalie. That used to be a goalie, uh, too. That was garbage.
11: <laughs> Pile of crap. I should have done the math in my head properly. This sucks. <laughs> Let's get this crap out of here. I'm out of here.
10: <laughs> Mic drop. Done. Done. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Well, now these just Does this NFL mean I get players...
12: drafted in the NFL? GMs. I mean, your
10: reflexes were Come great. on, GMs. Your reflexes were spot on.
12: Wonderlick champion. i got to tell you, he was. Ding, ding. Like, I didn't even... Uh... No,
10: you, no shot. I used to
12: play quarterback in high school. That's That means something. You right? did? Yeah. Wow. I was a lefty. I'm impressed. Yeah, but he went to a Jewish high school, so it doesn't <laughs> it's count. true. I went to a public high school and no <laughs> Jewish high school.
11: <laughs> I hate to say... <laughs> you know, it's true. Like I won the high school soccer championship... People were like, uh, they were like, "Wow, it's pretty impressive." I said, "Yeah, I said, yeah, but we beat like the Jewish high school." <laughs> <laughs> right?
12: I'm not saying it it's like basketball.
10: Well, yeah, I'm just basketball. Saying, like, hey,
27: Israeli like, I'm basketball.
12: Haven't Jewish team sports is hall of familiar. famers either. I'm just saying. You know That's I mean? one of my favorite lines in the movie Airplane. He said, "The stewardess said, uh, like, who's your Would favorite? you like something light?" He's like, "Yeah, I'd like some light reading. Uh, here's a pamphlet of yeah, famous yeah, Jewish, Jewish yeah. athletes."
11: So <laughs> <laughs> no, they no, said. Yeah, he said, I'd like something light to read. They said, here's a list of all the Jewish athletes in the Hall of Fame. And it was like... It's like three names. You know, like like but you get away with that because the guy who wrote the movie is Jewish. Exactly. Right?
12: Uh, you who's, who's your favorite Jewish athlete? Like, Sandy Koufax. Yeah, like modern, though. Who's your guy? Like? Uh, Sean, Sean Green? Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean not a lot. Well, isn't Alex Bredman Jewish, too? He's off the yeah, list now. Cheater. Yeah. yeah. He, he's off the list now.
11: Yeah, but so it, so is... How about Ryan Brom?
10: Yes. He uh, is. is he
12: full, though? He's Jewish. He's
10: Jewish, and so is Ian Kinsley. He got
12: trashy, ah, yeah. too. He did. That was, a sh- that was a shady scandal with him. With the urine? Hank Greenberg. <laughs> Hammering hammer Hammering Hank. Hank Greenberg. That's a good one, too.
17: We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt,
11: I'm looking for guys. <laughs> I want guys that are coming in. Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, I'm guy, I want guys that are coming in and at nice, solid 12 to 15 range. Don't need to show off. I need your football skills, son. I don't give a crap if you can add this and that. And, in fact, the NFL likes stupid players. That's why they give them 48% of non-guaranteed contracts. <laughs> Honestly. All right, so, you like that. <laughs> it was true. <laughs> smartest, smartest player in the history of uh, the NFL, uh, Wonder League. He comes on our show. uh, He goes on Sean show all the time. Greg McElroy, 50 of 50, third-string quarterback. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, got 49 out of 50. The guy's turned the ball over like 18 million times. You always hear, well, you know, he doesn't doesn't make me a smart guy. I went to Harvard. If he's so smart, why do you turn the ball over all the time?
12: Yeah, Mike Mamula. Mike like Mamula. Talk about a bust. Dan Marino got
11: like a three. Dan Marino, like, <laughs> you know what Dan Marino did with Wonderlick? He tore it up, he cut it up into little pieces, and he snorted it. <laughs> <laughs>
22: There's
11: your Wonderlick. You drafting me or not? Wonderlick. You wonder why you NFL teams suck. You're wasting your time asking these guys these questions. How about you figure out whether the guy can, like, tackle somebody? How about that? Can you block, son? I, I bet you Urban
10: Meyer definitely prepares his kids for well, Urban
11: Meyer gets it. <laughs> Urban Meyer doesn't care about wonder licks. Urban uh, Meyer asks you, have you ever shot or stabbed someone? <laughs> yes, sir. You're signed.
10: <laughs> defense. You love wild guys on defense.
11: I want to give Bob the wonderlick Yeah, we got Lisi. We got Bob coming up.
29: Get ready, Bob. <laughs>
10: <laughs> We're going to send Bob some questions.
29: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour champion. 2017, world number one. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com
18: for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto-Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto-Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com.
9: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business.
23: Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job.
9: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for.
23: I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3
9: million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. SourceCom score total visits.
18: Dailyrodo.com Thanks <laughs> for wager talk with teddy covers at ralph michaels
4: Derek jones jr can do some incredible stuff if i had to make a bet on this he would be the guy that i looked at but again you know you have big men you have little guys it's who do the judges like this year and why do they like them and there's a fair bit of randomness in the slam dunk contest you want some action Derek jones jr has the potential to give you some profitable action here i think he might do something special
18: fridays 1 to 2 p.m eastern on the sports grid network
10: Welcome back to the morning after we've assumed positions. Just to recap, Jared Smith did win the wonder. Ah, win's
11: a strong word.
10: Three to two, I choked on the math.
11: After. I'm so ashamed. Like, I could have <laughs> just added three years. I just looked up on the like, yeah, whatever. It took I me I had a
12: second it. in my head. I had to stop. And, and and you beat me to it. You aye, had the aye, inside track. I choked. I choked. I was up. In I case delete? you missed
10: it, we will post it to our YouTube page oh, that needs and to be social media. However, we do have someone on that we already do. Posted. Oh, it's already posted. We do have someone that we would love to take it with us. However, we don't have time. We have to ask, ask him about the XFL. I, like to, I want
11: to know Joe, Joe Lisi's Lisi. score.
10: Joe Lisi, have you ever taken the Wonderlick?
30: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Let's do the Wunderlich. All right, you're know, no, done next you week, mad, Joe. They
11: we just did it. It's frustrating. <laughs> They're easy questions, but... The way they're worded is annoying and stuff, uh, and you're on the clock when you do it. But uh, well, next next week, we'll, we'll – uh, hey, I did well. I got screwed over by a rigged process. Um, <laughs> see, everything that Donald Trump says now, you just everyone uses. It's like, well, I was rigged. So everyone knows that. But
10: uh, Joe, we have another wrong. week of the NFL yeah, coming up. Great
11: call, though, last week, Joe. Uh, were you right on all four of your picks last week? You were, weren't you? All four games you got yeah, right. Yeah, we,
30: we, we yeah we had a good week in the XFL, game. It started with uh with DC over New York, and it and it went straight through uh, the last game uh, with uh, Saint Louis covering against Houston. So hoping to duplicate that this coming week in week number three.
11: All right, so listen, are you gonna come next week? Um, trying to put together a uh, get together. Anyone's free to come if they want to go to the game. Um, but next Saturday after your show, Joe, uh, next Saturday the Guardians are playing against the Wildcats. Saturday afternoon, two o'clock, MetLife. We're going. Uh, you should come down. We'll take in our first, right. first XFL game in person. Yeah, you, know, you guys do your show. I'll come uh, down to the book, a and then we'll go over to the uh, the stadium.
30: Sounds good. I'm I'm, I'm up for our next XFL game. There's some crazy fans there, so. Uh, looking forward to the Guardians and Mamba Gluing stepping up next Saturday.
11: Yeah, I can't believe they haven't cut this guy's sorry ass yet after ripping the team. All right, let's blast through the game. <laughs> next, look good so far. One of the stories of the year. Love that sidearm throw that he threw last week. He really is playing great football. I didn't see this coming, I didn't think he was that good. I thought he was all right coming on Temple, but. Um, he's played great. The Vipers have been the biggest disappointment in the league, Joe. They're getting six and a half points on their home turf. I read uh, unnamed players yesterday in Tampa saying like, is just too stubborn. He's got the wrong guys in. He doesn't change things. Uh, They've got to change quarterbacks. But they're back home right now and getting six and a half. This is almost like the last stand for the Vipers. They don't win now. Their season's going to completely fall apart. They need this game. Do they get it? What do you think?
30: I don't think they do. Now, the one concern with the XFL is obviously travel. Teams on the road, how do they respond? We see the best quarterback in in the league right now with P.J. Walker, seven touchdowns, one interception, and he's completed 61% of his passes. I'm going to go with Houston here. Another factor why I don't like Tampa Bay, there's no offensive identity. And more importantly, you look at their third-down conversions, guys. I mean, especially in the red zone opportunities, 0-7 in red zone opportunities, that's horrible. You can't win ballgames like that. Red zone, you remember. Football. But I'm going to
11: win the 6.5 with Houston. Remember against the Guardians, Joe. They had like eight plays for the two-yard line. They couldn't score. They got, they've got zero touchdowns in two football games, this Vipers team. Renegades for Dragons, and I'll tell you, Jared, you want to talk? And Joe brought up a good point to two guys. Now, this league is a it's a first class league, but it's not Ritz Carlton first class. Yeah. So you're traveling on the road; it's a little bit more difficult than your regular road trip. Suddenly, secondly, guys, the Seattle showed last week, Lisi, thirty thousand people in that stadium, and people in Seattle take their local sports uh, seriously. They support their teams; they support them. I don't know if they'll get 30 again, 25 probably in the works, maybe 30. I'm going with the Dragons again, man. They keep on, you know, they they won for me last week on this home field. I'm going with the home team plus the four. Who you got?
30: Yeah, I like Seattle with you, Gabe. I like the way uh, Brandon Silvers is playing. Keenan Reynolds uh, broke out with a big performance last week. Here's the other factor. Dallas played on the road against L.A. They now go back to Dallas, back on the road to a West Coast trip in Seattle. That could be a lot of problems for that team. Uh, Did they stay on the West Coast? So I I would take the five points with the uh, Dragons in that matchup.
10: You got the Guardians that are getting 10 against St. Louis. What are your thoughts on that matchup total at 40?
30: Yeah, I like St. Louis. I like this team with Tomu at the helm. They have the ability to stretch defenses over the top Ariel. He's the second-best passer in the XFL behind P.J. Walker, completing 71% of his passes. And I like Al Pearson, the former Nebraska Cornhusker. They have a strong running game with Matt Jones. No offensive identity and the ability to stretch out that defense over the top with Matt McGloin. I'm going to lay the 9.5 points with St. Louis.
11: Yeah, and I, I, so am I. To tell you, the back. Battlehawks are a team I'm really, really interested in right now, Joe, moving forward. At ten to one. And next time I get over, I haven't been a fan duel in a couple of days. I miss my family over there. Um uh, but at a t 10 to one in an eight team league when there's only like three or four good teams, that's great value. And the Battlehawks, Joe, think about how well they played and like part of the pun. They battled their their nickname is, is appropriate. Both games on the road, Joe. Tough spots, right? Played Dallas, played Houston. Now they go back home, and this is the one I'm really curious, Lacey, to see how are people in St. Louis going to embrace this after losing an NFL team? Hey, are they going to fill this stadium up? Are they going to get 30,000 people? I'm curious to see the reception they get.
30: Yeah, they only have suites available at this point. So they've sold out all the lower half of the stadium. So they're going to turn out for this team. Wow. And there's some big playmakers on this team. So I I think you're going to have a huge turnout for the Battle Hawks in that battle.
11: I'm I'm on the St. Louis dispatch right now, all right, ad blocker, blah, blah. I'm going to get in on that. All right, so I'm going to lay the points, too. I think the Guardians are a mess uh, right now. And then we got the D.C. Defenders you know, trendy team, Cardell Jones. And, you know, interesting number here, guys. How about this? Cardell Jones, Joe, Ariel, Jared, has never lost a football game he started. Don't go out to eat. Go out to eat at Chili's.
18: Chicken or shrimp fajitas are now on three for ten. So hear that chicken sizzle. Ooh, yummy.
0: Or that shrimp sizzle.
4: <laughs> they sound so similar.
0: People laughing and having fun. Uh, hey, Gary, maybe take it down a notch. It's a bit much. Sorry. Sorry. Just kidding, Gary. Live your truth. Ah.
18: <laughs> Go out to Ida at Chili's for
14: three for ten. That's a starter fajita and Coke, all for ten bucks. Together we Chili's at participating restaurants only. Price may vary in Hawaii. A little story about Boost Mobile.
21: Davis, I am feeling pain. What? Your dog died? Your girlfriend left you? No. The pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't without boost mobile i got an old phone it makes my life sad i feel so alone i'm switching to boost getting four phones for free your samsung galaxy is for my whole family
28: switch to boost mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with unlimited data and four free samsung galaxy a20 phones all on our super reliable super fast network step up with boost mobile New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or Retailer for full details.
15: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call.
31: calling all motorheads it's time to rise up and pay homage to the freak nation or just flip your fat radio on to speed freaks every sunday night at 7 pacific on the sports byline usa network join me kenny sergeant with Statman and crash gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from indycar to nascar the drags to supercross and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time that's speed freaks sunday nights at 7 pacific 10 eastern on the sports byline usa broadcast network
30: I think it'd be into it. I think it would be into it. I would, I would. look forward to that. As long as the weather, if it's rainy, that's gonna put a lot. That's gonna put a problem on the on the day. But as long as it's sunny out at two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock on a Saturday. I mean, what else do we have to do?
11: Hey, listen. Uh, we had Charles Davis on earlier. It's the combine coming up uh, here. I asked him about the wide receivers. Uh, Jared brought it up and uh, acutely so. The, the wide receiver class is just so 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 deep uh, this year. Which one do you like? Uh, Joe, out of these guys. You know, I mean, I, you, know, you got T. Higgins and Jefferson, two guys that intrigue me, both bigger targets, 6'4", 6'3", then go downfield, go up and get the ball. Which wide receiver do you like in this draft?
30: I like Judy. I mean, I know he's the front runner, but from a route running standpoint, Dave, I mean, he's the best. Uh, at his position, heading. Yeah, but he's going to be gone for everybody. Draft. I love Jerry Judy, big play wide receiver, man. He steps up I in, know. in a big spot. I mean, some people think him.
11: Ruggs is better though, Joe. Some people think Rugs is. Yeah, some people think Ruggs is even better uh, than than Judy.
30: Yeah, because he's faster. Because he's faster. But I still like Jerry Judy. To me, he runs the best routes out of any wide receiver in this draft. Great hands as well.
11: All right, thanks, Joe. Asked That's him for a hot pick, he gave me the top prospect.
10: Sports grid XFL analyst Joe Lisi, check him out this weekend eight to ten AM Eastern Time. We're gonna have some funny video on one of our hosts doing the combine.
18: This one is a circle. Football full circle.
30: For
10: the most part,
11: these NFL rosters, especially from a fantasy and NFL perspective, are all big-time talent. And why the scouts don't concentrate on this talent enough? You're telling me, like Damian Williams. Damian Williams just got signed because of Kareem Hunt. Now, Kareem Hunt went to Toledo, but if Kareem Hunt didn't get the the off-the-field issues, Damian Williams wouldn't be on that team, right? Saturday and
18: Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern, on the Sports Grid Network.
17: If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch. Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. Here's what our customers had to say.
31: Painless. No more. My finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. If
17: you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, a CGM can help you. It's accurate, easy to use, and if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out of pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping of your new CGM and we can bill Medicare for you.
31: Honestly, I had my doubts, but that new CGM is painless.
17: Call That's 800-640-7460.
33: around the rim. Duke-UNC, it was absolutely worth it. Look, I mean, unfortunately, we'll quickly just mention it from the UNC side of things. That has to be, in terms of regular season losses, one of the most heartbreaking they've had in quite some time. They had these, like, once-in-a-million bounces happen to them multiple times. It was against Duke, and it effectively ended their season.
18: Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern on the Sports Grid Network.
10: <laughs> it's Bob hour on the morning after. We're Careless about to whisper. let Bob come in because all he wants Should've to do is take this wonderland.
22: friend. Wasted.
10: Bob, you there? Uh, Ariel. Hey, hey, Hey,
34: hey, 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 hey
11: uh, Jared. How you doing, Bob? How you guys doing? Do, doing all right. right. Oh, here, it oh, it is. here Here we go, oh, Bob. Yes. Hold on, Bob.
34: Are you going to give us the test? Tab- Hello. Oh. <laughs> it's me.
32: I was wondering oh my God. if all, <laughs> oh God. I've to my
22: life. i never heard this to go over <laughs> everything. They say that I
27: was supposed to heal, but I don't much heal. <laughs> <Twelve. laughs> <It's> crazy, crazy.
34: <laughs> I was
11: wondering. Hey you know, Bob? I missed that. Very I
34: missed it. I'm doing great. It's good to, get to have you Aaron's back. Been, he better calm down. He's going to pee in his pants if he doesn't stop laughing.
11: All right. Yeah, so, listen, has. Bob, you want to do the wonder lick? Um, yeah. i has got now. a good question you, you for said, you, Bob. You said that you wanted to work for me down at the Meadowlands and be my runner. There's a certain intelligence yeah. level that's needed to uh, to do this. Like and uh, w- window wheels like a temple at Temple Grant. What's that?
34: Why are you guys sitting
10: at the game? I want to go down next week. <laughs> Bob, you never come. <laughs> the game. You owe me a pizza. Well, I'm I'm going to plan on coming down. How
11: many people are you tell you're giving a pizza game? to, Bob? You have to get like 10 pizzas. Well, Bob, you can only choose
12: we'll one lady go to get pizza to, to. Uh, the pizzas, After the game, we could go to the pizza store. Oh, he's the taking pizza us game. to
34: pizza.
10: pizza store.
12: The pizza oh, store. <laughs> the pizza
10: <laughs> store. Uh, All right, Bob. So place, I have I mean, your first wonderly okay, question. Are you ready? We don't have
12: tickets yet, Bob. Wonderlick time, Bob. Okay, Wonderlick. So focus. Okay,
10: when you get them. Okay, we will. Do, okay, are you ready focus. for this test?
12: Yeah. There's a better chance of you
11: passing this test than coming to the game, and I'm not sure which one. Which... I want
10: to come to Both the game.
34: Both odds
11: I are you, pretty I low. know you want to come to the game. <laughs> I want to have $10 million, like, uh, waiting for me at home. But...
10: All right. Bob, what is the 12th letter of the alphabet? T, L, R, or B? Well,
11: T-L-O-B? Right, hold on, hold on. See, Arrow throws them too fast here. So okay,
10: what, what is, is the twelfth yes. letter of the alphabet?
11: But it's not. It's not like this thing. It's the T-L-R-B. cadence. It's the cadence of, of a game show host. R. See, that's confusing too. No, no, Vanna White just said, Good job. Oh, hey,
12: you got it right. That was good. Right? Yes. He had enough time to Google search it, but. Sure. What's, he couldn't have, no, he couldn't I didn't have done it Google that fast.
11: It, I guessed
34: it on my own.
11: There you go. Uh, what school did you go to, anyways, Bob?
34: I went to Montemayor in the Queens. I hated that high school.
11: Van Buren and High I went School, to King really? High
34: school up in Queens. Yes. Oh, that. I hated that yeah. school. In New York. It's like the I guys on the... the
11: you're a Van Buren boy. You're a Van Buren. <laughs> to boy. To him the thirteen. That's oh, the eight. It's the oh, the 8th. That's right. It's, yeah, it's yeah, the eight. Eight. yeah. The Eighth president. <laughs> like he was yeah, mean, I didn't too. Like that school Martin Van Buren. I
34: cut school almost every day.
11: You cut school. What
10: was the math
34: teacher? Wait, hold
11: on. Did you you cut school? What you used to like? Bob, were you wearing, Why like, a Black Sabbath game? T-shirt and smoking weed in the parking lot? What's that?
34: I should have came up with my own report card like you did. That was a smart no, idea. A idea, mm, idea. That was a good idea.
11: I picture you, Bob, in high school, like, you had a van. You had, like, a van with, Down like, the, the carpeting river? and stuff. Did you have a van?
34: No, I had...
11: said free candy had, on the uh, side? <laughs> oh, God.
34: No, I have, like, uh, people who protected me. I was the smallest person in the oh. school. So.
11: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah, my friend muscle. Larry... Larry, yeah, oh, that's yes, my dad's and name. Big boy. My dad grew up in Queens okay. too. All right, but I asked so. What part of Queens. So no, no college after, just uh, Van Buren just High School. Van Buren High School. Yeah, no
34: college. No what? College. Co- what's uh, Queens?
11: I'm not sure. I'd
12: have to ask him.
10: All right, Bob, how many sides yeah, ask does him, a? Get
11: back to me. Bob. This guy doesn't know Josh Rosen's Joe. He doesn't know where his father's past. from. I don't know. Like, I know he's from Queens. That's well, kind is. Of Queens is big. We
10: only have one more question.
11: All right, Bob, get ready.
10: How many sides does a septagon have? Oh, uh,
12: twelve. No,
10: nope, that's wrong, Bob. It's seven. Seven, right?
12: Seven.
11: seven. Oh, seven. Okay. All right. One out of two is not long. bad, right? Pretty good, Bob. See, the 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 septum yeah, part than kind normal. of gave it away.
10: <laughs> that's better why he doesn't normal. like his math teacher. He
11: needs right, Bob, to study up. Who's do gonna you, win? Who's gonna, do gonna you win? You want to know what's for lunch today? Yeah, yeah in a second, Bob. Who's gonna win? Uh, okay. Who's gonna win the Wilder Fury fight?
34: I don't care about boxing. I hate boxing.
10: Informative.
12: At least he's honest, I guess.
34: No gut feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I Next saw, question. I saw the match against Bubu Boo Boo Mancini versus the Chinese guy. <laughs> and that stupid, stupid referee didn't stop the match.
11: Bubu Mancini
34: told him to stop the match because he was kicking the guy. I know, fought. I know, I know. And he says, no, no, continue. And the Chinese guy died on... The way to the oh, so that's when you that stop watching boxing
11: after that. That's
34: the worst story so I do I've ever like heard.
11: It's the, the true movies. story, yeah.
34: I do like the Rocky movies, but <laughs> I hate watching boxing. I like wrestling. Who's keeping on buzzing me? Is that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stop with the buzzing in there. It's Bavona. It's Bavona. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to yeah. kick somebody in the pit, but if they stop, don't stop it. It was Bavona.
11: Pissing me off, too, Bob. You can let them have it.
34: Bavona! Oh, he's going to come on the microphone and pretend he's me, right?
12: No, he does that only for Chris, game. okay. Please do.
34: Okay, Bavona, you can come Please on and repeat me. Please do. You can sound like me. I <laughs> will give you, I haven't, I missed that part of the show.
11: It's Sean G buzzing you, I think. It wasn't Bavona.
34: Oh. Yeah. What's okay, for lunch, Sean, Bob? You better be quiet, Sean, or else you're going to get kicked in the ass. <laughs> oh,
11: my God. Well, Bob's I'm not. I'm feisty. Today. Bob, you're not sorry, playing around. Sorry,
34: Bob. Bob. Bob, what's for lunch? Hey, I'm not on crack. Somebody says I'm on crack. Nobody I'm said that. I'm happy today.
11: Right, everybody calm down. Somebody in everybody the
34: down. chat says I'm on crack.
11: No, no, no. no you're, what's you're for, lunch? Lunch? Bob. what's for lunch? Listen, you're smarter than people in the chat. Oh, okay. They wouldn't have answered any of these questions.
34: Yes, lunch is good today. It is baked ziti
12: with meat sauce. Baked what? Ziti.
34: Baked ziti.
12: the hell is ziti? Those long little pastas. Little it's, yeah, pasta,
34: it's like spaghetti, but it's, thick, thicker. it's, like penne. Oh, it's not
12: spaghetti. thicker. It's like penne. It's like penne. Yeah, it's like, like penne,
34: but thicker.
12: It's, it's like penne.
34: It's penne. You never heard oh, yeah. of big ziti? No, no. Okay, salad with uh, French dressing. That's or, all right. That's like not bad. Dressing. Yeah,
2: that's
10: not
34: bad. Garlic bread. And for dessert, it's going to be Boston cream pie. Wow, that's Whew. good. Wow,
10: what a Friday.
11: You guys are going all out today. Are you going to eat this lunch, Bob? Yeah. I like it. Oh
34: no, I probably have my Just salad
11: uh, chicken. Oh, that's right. You're on. Chicken you're on a diet salad. still. You're competing. Diabetic.
34: Yes, yeah, drinking tons of water. Too. Bob's in
11: training to compete in the uh, Miss uh, Miss Universe pageant. You oh no, about, no, 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 no. You worried about Bob at this yeah. point? Like, what? what like, you know, eat what you want, Bob. That's my advice to you. Actually, no, I, I not want you to
10: them. All right, Bob. Have a good you weekend. Ever, Thanks for coming on.
11: What's that, Bob?
34: Do you ever see the, uh you know uh,
12: RuPaul? You ever hear of RuPaul?
34: Yeah, RuPaul. Yeah, he has a show on Netflix called AJ and the Queen. It's funny as hell. I die laughing.
12: On the list. I don't uh, really You don't like watch boxing, guys. but you watch RuPaul. Thanks, Bob. All
11: right, thanks, <laughs> hey, Bob. God okay. bless uh, you, next Bob. Week. Great call.
10: He's awesome.
11: Good call by uh, Bob, actually. Is, is uh yeah, he did pretty good on the Wonder League. We yeah, can't point. picture watching uh, Bob watching the RuPaul show. Is that the show where like they, they run and like they have competitions and high heels and stuff?
12: Not There my is thing.
10: a competition that Jared was able to participate in. Let's see it before we give our best bets. Jared Smith participated in I wanna get his I wanna get Gabe's. NFL combine. I wanna
12: get Gabe's uh Gabe's like Analysis. Well that was the that was my boss. That's me running the forty. Look at! I'm telling you, Gabe. I used to, I used to be able to sling it back in the day, man. I used to be able to sling it a little, a little lefty southpaw action there. What are your, what are your I'm thoughts? Well, all I'm seeing you is you warming up. Well, I it's don't a see package. Any, yeah. You've got to let the package run no, just a little see bit. Yeah, here, here we go. go, go here here go. we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want
10: to see you run.
12: Well, you just missed it.
10: I mean, I saw one clip of it, but like you throwing a football doesn't impress me. What as are you much talking about? Watching Look
12: at the, look at the agility. Going to my right, throwing the bullet. All right, you did. You threw to your right. Now nah, this is B-roll of of the. So this that's is like a nice
11: pass. Oh wait, that well, was you. Well, these are the high school oh, kids. Okay,
12: I was I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey, how was it? Oh wait, no, it, it was, was, it was.
10: And that's not you either. No, you're no,
12: right? no. Yeah, this is the like... Traverse City High School head coach. who was very nice to run the run the combine with me. I can, You look like a
11: um... a pretty decent little arm there, right? You look like the, it could be our our second or third
12: stringer. They want to roll back to see those. Uh... There was one. the The one really good throw is when you're when you're when you're going to your right and you have to throw it amongst the left. All right.
11: I ran a sub 540, too. I don't know. They only showed the last 10 yards, Jerry. Well, Jared. Like, it's 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 a, a I didn't TV, get to
10: see the beginning. It's a TV, TV package.
12: We you can. ran a sub 10-yard dash. You cut no, that really well, Jerry. You cut the package very well. It was a 40-yard dash.
11: That's all good, but you know what? We have real-life stuff. Hey, Barstool Bride. You were there. I think Shaw was there too. You guys saw me slinging it on the street out here, right?
23: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
11: We and you, you saw it. You, you saw that. I remember even Fazano was like, "Wow, it was pretty good." I, I've been Bryan, trying to get Pharrell. I threw. I threw, I I threw, I threw like oh, a your pass and try. Oh yeah.
12: Wait. Do we have a? Is there a uh, sports grid like league that
23: we right, play in? Barstool oh, well. Brian down. Wow, down. That was pathetic. Oh, man. That was pretty bad, oh, Barstool Brian. Yeah, I
11: got to be honest, Sean. When they came back with this, I'm yeah. like, you're both terrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you both played in slow motion.
12: Do we have, like, a league? Like, do we have a game? Can we play a game this summer? That would be a lot of fun. Uh, for legal purposes, oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, I
23: don't know about that.
12: Yeah, um, <laughs> Maybe not.
23: Who's paying my hospital bills?
10: Uh, Maybe no one. All right, guys. Best bets. We're down Bob to the last will. minute of the show. Jared, you go first.
12: Um, I'm, I, we haven't seen a line on this game yet, but if Kansas is an underdog tomorrow, I, I'm thinking it's going to be either minus one or plus one. It'll be a pick em. I love the Jayhawks tomorrow. I think they're playing the best basketball of the season. I think Baylor is due for a loss. And I think, I think the Jayhawks owe him one. So I'm, I'm going to go rock chalk tomorrow in Waco at noon.
25: Yep.
11: Uh, you know what? It's a tough, tough night uh, tonight. We're looking yeah, at the, not uh, a
12: lot going on tonight.
11: Well, you got the NBA uh, here this evening. And uh, we got the Cavaliers and the Washington Wizards. Now that line has gone, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavaliers showed up uh, tonight as just a little bit of, uh, yeah, a little little bit. Uh, they're gonna be happier and looser. Like uh, it, it turned out, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that was going on there. It was a disaster. We find out. So take
30: a look.
32: Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping.
17: 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. It has been said that everyone has a book in them.
8: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. I am
16: worried about an unprecedented amount of money being spent on a campaign.
7: That's Democratic frontrunner Bernie Sanders discussing his concerns about the entry of billionaire Michael Bloomberg into the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. Sanders also saying in that interview with CBS News that he was surprised about Bloomberg's performance in the other night's debate. I wasn't. And, and you know,
16: and if that's what happened in a Democratic debate, you know, I, I think it's quite likely that Trump will chew them up and spit them out.
7: Sanders and the other Democrats campaigning in Nevada today as it holds its caucuses tomorrow. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says a peace deal between the Taliban and the United States could be signed by February 29th, as long as a week-long reduction in violence holds. This is USA Radio News.
0: Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. The healthcare open enrollment period has ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up now with Liberty Health Share. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're not insurance. That means you can sign up at any time of the year. Liberty Health Share is no network. You're free to pick your own doctors, hospitals, providers, and there are no contracts. Starting as low as $199 per month, Liberty Health Share has memberships for singles, couples, and families of any size. I joined. I'm a member. My four children are members. Liberty Health Share saves me 18 dollars Thousand dollars each year compared to what I was paying for health insurance. Liberty Health Share is a nonprofit ministry. Your money goes towards helping other members with their eligible medical expenses, and in your time of need, other members are there for you. You could feel good knowing you're part of the community of like-minded individuals who understand the importance of people coming together to bear one another's burdens. For more information, call eight five five fifty eight Liberty eight five five fifty eight Liberty, or go to libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. That's libertyhealthshare dot org slash Wayne Root.
7: Some intelligence officials are sounding a warning that Russia is continuing its efforts to interfere with the 2020 presidential election. At a briefing last week, congressional lawmakers were reportedly told part of that effort is focused on getting President Trump reelected. The president was reportedly furious about the classified briefing given to Congress, but Former CIA Director John Brennan says everyone involved was simply doing their job. You need to carry out your responsibilities with the greatest integrity and honesty and let the chips fall where they may. I would tell them not to go to the door,
4: not to leave. Continue to do their work the best they can.
7: He was speaking on MSNBC. The jury in the Harvey Weinstein sex crime trial in New York City wants a readback of some testimony from one of his accusers. That's what the jury requested late yesterday. The jury will get that when they start day four of deliberations shortly. Stocks on Wall Street falling in early trading as coronavirus concerns continue. And this is USA Radio News.
2: Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175.
7: A winter storm dumping snow on millions in North Carolina and the state of Virginia this morning. More than 12 million Southerners are under winter weather alerts, including folks in Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, the state's two biggest cities. A long-time wish coming true this weekend for retired Miami Heat superstar Dwayne Wade. The team is going to retire his number three jersey on Saturday night at halftime during the Heat's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers at American Airlines Arena. Some new Barbies are being released, and USA Radio's Wendy King tells us who they look like.
1: Toymaker Mattel is introducing three new dolls in its Inspiring Women line of Barbie dolls. They feature the likenesses of accomplished women throughout history. The new set features dolls based on Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Jean King, and Florence Nightingale. Each of the dolls cost $29.99 and can be purchased on the Barbie website or other retailers. The collection previously included dolls based on the likenesses of Sally Ride, Rosa Parks, and Amelia Earhart. Mm.
7: And forget about running into Costco for a quick bite of pizza or a hot dog if you're not a member. The big box retailers always required a membership for the food court, but it never really enforced it until now. A new crackdown is scheduled to begin on the 16th of next month. There are postings of photos of the store signs already online. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
5: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, actually, you know, I hate to complain about weather because I live here in Florida, but we're not supposed to have the <laughs> nicest day. It's like thirty degrees here, here Craig. <laughs> I on, know. <laughs> I know. It's like seventy here. And oh, great.
23: Oh, seventy. Oh,
5: could uh, <laughs> be a little rainy today, Frank. Gotta be careful in Florida, you know. Everyone. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, probably uh, uh, just a you know day, a family day for me on Friday, and then tomorrow I'll be at the uh, Nationals Astros game which is the first spring game in Palm Beach, and then on Sunday, uh, back to uh, the Marlins. And the Marlins play the Washington Nationals. We're expected to hear from uh, Derek Jeter on Sunday for the first time. So uh, we'll be attending that game on Sunday. So, uh, you know, just kind of back to where we were here, diving in. You know, I feel like, uh, look, I want to start off with just some great story today. You know, like I, I want some great... Reality, one great fantasy baseball story today where we could just jump up and say, Yeah, that was. It. I think we're going to get that in spring training. I think we're going to get somebody hitting some home runs, somebody getting off to a hot start, somebody looking good for me, for you. But it seems like we've started off the show at least three or four days this week with another injury in fantasy. And this one is to Luis Severino, which kind of broke right around our show yesterday or after our show with a forearm issue. Who knows at this point, Frank? You know, like, is this going to be a a week, a day, a month? We have no idea. And then uh, a story uh, this morning uh, from Cardinals camp, too, on Paul Goldschmidt having somewhat of an elbow issue, which they're saying is not serious. We've been down this road before, too. But, man, I hate to start off with all injuries. So kind of wanted to start with great that spring training is back, and then we got to transition immediately to, oh, we got to panic here a little bit.
13: Yeah, absolutely. And we've been talking about injuries all week long. We had Carrasco yesterday, and now a second injury to the Yankees rotation. We already had James Paxton, now we have Luis Severino. Uh, I'm going to get into this later on in the show, in the final segment, uh, during Exit Velocity, but what are the Yankees doing, Craig? Because... When it comes to Severino and Paxton, they basically knew about both of these injuries since the postseason last year. They said that this is something Severino felt in the playoffs, right? He felt something in his forearm, in his elbow, and same thing with Paxton with his back injury. So now they're down two starters in their rotation. They still have Garrett Cole, which is great. Tanaka, you have some question marks there. Uh, Jay Happ, which Jay Happ is going to show up for the New York Yankees. Uh, Jordan Montgomery didn't pitch much last year, so there's a lot of question marks with the Yankees' rotation, and now for fantasy baseball as well. All this does is push other starting pitchers up the board even further, Craig. You know, some of those hitter values that we were getting in the middle rounds, they're going to start to move up the boards because now we've lost Clevenger, who was going in the second round.
3: At O'Reilly Auto Parts, we'll make your auto repair, maintenance, and restoration projects easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. Now through February 25th, get 15% off a set of brake best pads and two rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day.
16: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts
8: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780.
17: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780
16: When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed
6: do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life are you thinking about it mm. what if we can promise you the same results for less than three dollars a pill if you're paying twenty dollars a pill for the other pills you're getting taken to the cleaners our pills deliver the exact same results for less than three dollars you'll save more than sixteen dollars a pill for the same results and right now radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discrete shipping you can save Save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now.
17: 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188. Line
29: up, lady! The early line. Did you hear me go off on my new hashtag buzz out <laughs> campaign?
12: The court of public opinion is just so unfavorable against this team right now. This is going to be right. a lingering psychological right. drain on this team. They're going to get so fed up. They're going to start yep. kicking media out of the locker rooms, and it's going to turn them into the actual villains, like the Penguin, yep. like where you just like terrorize the entire town of Gotham. Yep. That is going to
18: be the Astros this year. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network. Fantasy Sports Today. With Craig Mish and Frank Stanfield. Now what goes up must come down.
3: Three up,
5: three down.
3: What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning.
5: Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. It is Craig Misch along with Frank Stample with you here on the show. And it is the 21st of February 2020. Frank, are you ready for a little... Three up, three down. We close out the week. Always
13: ready, man. I'm so happy it's Friday, too, man. TGIF. Let's get it going here, Craig.
5: Weekend is here. All right. uh, I'll get started. Surprisingly, I'm going to start with the NBA as Trey Young scores 50 points last night against the Miami Heat, so it's good to have the NBA back. Now, again, Frank will be our NBA expert here on the show, but, of course, being in South Florida and watching the Heat a lot. I was aware of that happening last night, so congratulations to me, Trey Young. Uh, 50 points there. Uh, Also trending up here on the show for me, Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs. Look, a couple of years ago on opening day, everyone remembers Ian Happ. I think it was like the first pitch of the season. Ended up hitting a home run because I was at that game in South Florida in Miami. And, uh, and then what happened after that since? I mean, it just hasn't worked out for him, but they're saying that he's going to get more playing time in center field. Certainly could be a chance that he could be a sleeper this year if he puts it all together. And and look, the Cubs have been really hesitant to trade him. Cubs have made some deals over the last couple of years. They could have sent him somewhere else, given him more playing time in the American League, potentially. I know he's probably not thrilled being in the minor leagues, but I got Hap a little bit on my radar for sure, so that's also trending up for me on the show today. And then also... The, the probably the most popular app amongst, I would say, uh, kids today, younger people. Now, now not like in your thirties, I don't think you, Frank, um, but in particular, like my kids, is this uh, TikTok app. Now, I'll admit that I had it on my phone for about a week or two, and uh, my kids have it too. And I noticed that you know there's a there's a lot of stuff that they probably you know shouldn't be seeing at that age. A lot of cursing and all that stuff. Now, look. I'm not against it. I get it, how popular it is, and everybody's using it. Even Major League Baseball teams are using it. I've seen some people here on Sports Grid using it, too. Cool. No problem with that. Uh, but I'm glad that they put parental controls on there. <laughs> That's trending up for me today because uh, some of the stuff on there, at least for uh, you know my 13-year-old daughter, is probably not that good. So good job by TikTok putting parental controls. I can now go in there change things and of course my daughter will figure out a way to still watch it without me changing it but again uh, that's what's trending up for me today Frank how about you
13: yeah before I get into mine I just want to touch on basically all three of those topics Craig because I all thought that they were interesting and Trey Young dropped 50 last night I don't think people realize how great of a season he's really having averaging 30 points per game and nine assists a night the guy is just ridiculous he just doesn't really get recognition because the Atlanta Hawks stink I think that they'll be better in the future uh, but right now not really great when it comes to Ian Happ I agree. I think there's a little bit of upside there. I kind of have him on the radar as well. Last year, 11 home runs, two stolen bases, in only 58 games. He's just got to cut down the swing and miss. But it looks like the Cubs are finally going to give him the opportunity to play every day. Uh, And Craig, we spoke about TikTok the other day. This is the first time where I've really kind of felt old. Because I don't really understand TikTok. We have a few youngins downstairs in the pit. A fellow by the name of Barstool Brian. I'm going to have to find out more about TikTok because I really... No, oh, I can tell it. you all
5: about it. Yeah, I can tell you all about it. Yeah, Very all right. Well, so well,
13: we'll have to talk off the air about it because I'm still trying to figure out the whole uh, kind of TikTok craze. But let's jump into my trending up topics here today. Uh, I saw a few news items regarding some young starting pitchers here. Craig Dylan Cease has made an adjustment in his delivery in the offseason, and it seems like we're just kind of forgetting about Dylan Cease. Uh, last year, came up with the White Sox, did not perform well. I can't really defend what he did last year. Walked way too many batters. The strikeouts were still there, but the results. were were not when it came to Dylan Cease. He is someone that was regarded as a pretty high prospect in baseball and in the White Sox organization. So, if this adjustment can help him develop some consistency as a young starting pitcher, I'm sure, you know, having Yasmani Grandal as his catcher will not hurt as well. We already saw someone in that rotation Have a complete makeover in Lucas Giolito. Uh, Dylan Cease's NFBC ADP right now is at 293. So, like Ian Hatt, Dylan Cease is someone that I am paying attention to uh, throughout spring training. Mitch Keller, Craig... I continue to talk about Mitch Keller. He is somebody who uh, has been a target of mine in early drafts, will continue to be a target of mine. Uh, He looks to change up his pitch mix and move away from his fastball. And this is what I was trying to tell you yesterday, Craig, about Joe Musgrove. Ray Searidge, the former pitching coach of the Pirates, really relies on fastball and sinker uh, usage a lot for his starting pitchers. Some pitchers don't have a great fastball, don't have a great sinker. We saw once Garrett Cole left. He started using his breaking pitchers more, and all right, well, the rest is history when it comes to Garrett Cole. I'm not saying that Joe Musgrove and Mitch Keller are going to turn into Garrett Cole. But using your breaking pitches sometimes is better for some of these young starting pitchers. Uh, pitchers and Mitch Keller last year, a 26% swinging strike rate on his slider, a 13% swinging strike rate on his curveball. Mitch Keller remains a target of mine. And shout-out to Chris Pavona downstairs in the pit. He gave me this story right before the show here, Craig. Comedian Brad Williams helps raise over $200,000 for a bullied nine-year-old, and Craig, obviously you have kids. I don't know if this is something that your kids, kids have dealt with. I hope they haven't, but we know that this is obviously a huge problem all around the world, not just in the United States. I believe this uh, young child, uh, this young kid, nine years old, is from Australia. Uh, posted a viral video of him getting bullied, and now a bunch of people are stepping up, helping you know get him tickets to Disneyland and WrestleMania and all this fun stuff. So I thought that was a really, uh, fun, uh, really nice story here to go into the weekend with here on a Friday. Uh, let's let's cut out the bullying here, Craig. I, I don't know that you've dealt with it or your kids have, but I'm sure it's something that's probably going to happen at some point, right?
5: Yeah, there, I mean, there's always a little bit of that because you yeah. have kids that go to school and, and they have relationships with some kids and, and not with others. But in particular, this is a story that is really sad. I saw it yesterday as well. And, and a lot of people are rallying for uh, this young kid. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the actor on The Walking Dead, uh, basically, posting uh, a video saying, you know, directly to the kid as well, and this is like the content of more of what we need uh, to make our day better on social media too. Started off with a horrible story, and it looks like uh, much better at this point. And I'm glad to see a lot of people rallying. It, yeah, no doubt about that. I did uh, check this out.
17: We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. 877 That's eight seven seven three six zero zero four zero two.
13: Craig, I don't know if you were watching uh, any basketball last night on TNT, but during the it was either the pregame or halftime show with Charles Barkley, uh, he basically lit into the Cavs players about how they treated uh, Jim Beeline uh, with the with the um, with the Cleveland Cavaliers there and. John Beeline, excuse me, John Beeline, the coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And basically, you know, they let him go, call it whatever you want. He was fired. It was his first season here as the head coach of the Cleveland Cavs. And they let him go here at the all-star break. He might remain in a different role here with the team. But Barkley basically lit into the veterans on the team and the young players calling them out for, you know, the way that they treated him and ultimately getting a first-year head coach, someone who's respected in the basketball community as well in John Beeline, fired in his first season basically here with the Cleveland Cavaliers so I think that that's just trending down all around for the Cavs for John Beeline obviously um, I actually agree with what Charles Be- Barkley had to say I don't disagree with anything really that he said there and oftentimes here Craig I'll bring up something fast food related or just food related this is definitely trending yeah. McDonald's is making scented candles that smell like your favorite quarter powder pounder ingredients I'm a fan of McDonald's not a fan of McDonald's flavored candles I don't know if you're going out there and and, and buying McDonald's candles here, Craig. If
5: you want to feel bad about eating fast food, then you buy these candles. <laughs> we'll be back with more fantasy sports today.
24: college kids still say that, right? No one says that,
25: Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
24: Made
18: Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first For more information, go to Madesailors.com. That's Madesailors.com.
25: full-time fantasy. They may have to go to, like, Cole, Tanaka, Hap... Maybe between Montgomery and Loisaga, one of those two becomes four. And then the fifth starter, I mean, maybe pitch Chad Green three innings once a week. So I go Chad Green for three, Luis Avalon for two, Chad Bettis for two, and I get it to Ottaviano Conley.
14: So what the Yankees are going to have to do? They
18: got to piece this bad boy together until June. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Frank Stanford.
5: It's Fantasy Sports today on this Friday, February the 21st, 2020. Craig Mitchell, along with Frank Stample, Chris Pavona is producing the show. As You can go back all week long over on sportsgrid.com and check out all of our position previews. We're going to continue today with shortstop next week. We'll kick in to the outfield and the pitchers, and then we'll go team by team and really player by player as we get closer to Fantasy baseball draft season, some people feel like it is underway, certainly for some, like us, experts who talk about it every day, it is. For most of you, I know we're still a couple of weeks away from that into March is really the best time to be drafting in fantasy, so hopefully we can get a little bit ahead of it for you, and uh, Frank, the shortstop position uh, has changed significantly many times through the years. It was once a defensive position Uh, in the past, you really didn't see a lot of power, then all of a sudden, you know, the quote-unquote steroid era provided you with all kinds of power, At shortstop, we went away from that a little bit. I feel like we're kind of moving back toward that. We do have some players because of the numbers that were put up last year of 25 to 30 home run players at shortstop who at least qualify for shortstop. And so there are some pretty good options. I think you can go 8 to 10 deep and feel really comfortable with it. And given the fact that second base doesn't feel as deep, some shortstops will probably be starting for you at the middle infield position as well.
13: Yeah, I said yesterday that. You know, the third base position is one of the deepest and one of the best, and I I still stand by that, along with the outfield position, but I think you can argue that the shortstop position is one of the most top-heavy this season in fantasy baseball. We want to dive into the rankings here, my top 10 rankings. Number one, Francisco Lindor uh, just gets it done every single year. Five-tool player, doesn't really have any holes in his game. Trevor Story is one of those players as well that's similar. Not going to hurt you anywhere, give you 20 to 25 stolen bases. We are aware of the Splits when it comes to Trevor story, obviously, here, but uh, it hasn't affected his production. Trey Turner and Alex Bregman, I think, you know, some people might have Alex Bregman a little bit higher, but for me, when it comes to uh, Trey Turner, everyone's trying to chase speed. Uh, I think that he's probably someone who's still going to give you a 35 to 40 stolen bases, even if he bats a little bit lower in the lineup here, Craig. Uh, Bregman, we spoke a lot about yesterday. Fernando Tatis Jr., I mean, he's going to be, you know, uh, one of the most polarizing players this year for fantasy baseball purposes. Purposes, and I get it, what he did last year in a short period of time uh, was phenomenal, but there are some skeptics based on the high batting average on balls in play. Javier Baez, a target of mine this year, someone who gets it done across the board. Borderline first round pick last year, now he's falling to the third, fourth round. By the dip, give me all the Javier Baez. Then we'll round out the top ten with Xander Bogarts, spoke about Gleyber Torres yesterday yesterday. Alberto Mondesi, you need speed. Jonathan VR, another one where if you need speed, you can really get that here at the shortstop position, Craig. There are a lot of five tool players, uh, five category players here with this position, uh, and certainly a lot of speed. Is there anything that stands out in my top ten that's maybe different than yours? Um, it seems like I may, might be a little bit higher on Fernando Tatis than you are this upcoming season, Craig.
5: Yeah, and we'll get into mine in just a second. The one player I think that we're uh, both in agreement on here, and it's really, when you think about it, it's it's kind of an incredible story, uh, no pun intended, is that, Frank, you think about this, going back three, four years ago, when when Trevor's story kind of burst onto the scene, he wasn't really one of the top, what, would you say, 10, 15 prospects in the game? It was just kind of a player that you knew was going to be at cores, you knew had some power, and you knew at the time that they were moving, I believe it was Ian Desmond, out of shortstop to make room uh, for Trevor Story. And, uh, and then, you know, spring training started. And then what happened? Uh, Trevor Story was the single best player in all of spring training. And there were still people who were doubting it at that time. And maybe even for good reason, because spring training numbers, as you know, uh, don't mean a lot. And then he bursts onto the scene in the regular season and breaks all kinds of records for home runs in his first, I believe it was 10 or 15 games with seven home runs or something like that. It was just incredible what he did. But Frank, did you think that we would be sitting here three years later and call Trevor Story one of the top 10 players in fantasy in the game? His stolen bases continue to go up. And as long as he is playing at Coors and sitting on that contract extension, I, mean, I don't see any reason to back off this guy. He is—he's become a lot better than really anybody anticipated.
13: No, I didn't see him breaking out the way that he has, Craig. But I think this is a reminder that anybody in Coors Field in Colorado can has that ability to really break out. And I think you know, someone that a lot of people are talking about at the second and third base position this year is Ryan McMahon, uh, who I think is interesting as well. But just going back to Trevor's story, no, I didn't—I didn't see this happening. But look at what he's done over the past two seasons. His average season. From 2018 to 2019, 293 batting average, 36 home runs, 100 runs scored, 97 ribbies, and 25 stolen bases. It's hard to argue with that production, especially when he does it in back-to-back years. Only Trevor Story and Christian Yelich are the uh, only two players with 70 home runs and 50 stolen bases over the last two seasons, Craig. So, no, nah, I wouldn't have seen this coming for him, but I think he's earned the status of being a top-ten draft pick, and I think it's honestly really, really hard to argue against it. At this point,
5: yeah, shortstop, third base, the best combination. It's got to be in baseball. Uh, in uh, in Colorado, no doubt. All right, let's take a look at my top ten shortstops for the two thousand and twenty fantasy baseball season. Uh, we see it very similar on this one. Uh, the only difference is we'll get to it is Manny Machado who qualifies as short, but Francisco Lindor leads it off for me, followed by Alex Bregman, who was the first pick in the first draft that I uh, am involved in right now in the Tower's format. I have Trevor Story third, uh, Trey Turner fourth, Manny Machado, I have fifth. I still, uh, I think Machado's having a huge season coming up here. I don't know if I'll pick him to win the MVP, but I think it's that kind of season. Glaber Torres, to me, I like him a little bit better than you. Fernando Tatis Jr., if healthy, and that's really the only question here, if healthy is going to put up a monster season. Javier Baez, we're also in agreement, a lot of agreements with us today. Xander Bogarts, I have in the top ten, I have Jonathan VR. You have uh, Mondesi in your top 10. I do not. I don't see him as the same value player, and I think that predominantly his value is based on steals, and if something were to happen to his lower half, he would basically lose all of that value. So uh, Machado I have in my top 10. You were hesitant, Frank, to even put him in your top 10, I think, even at third base, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But Machado... Like I mean, this I mean, this guy is poised to have a thirty home run, hundred RBI season. I don't I don't know why you and I are not seeing the same things on him this year.
13: No, I actually love Machado this year, Craig. I have him as my sixth third. And why baseman? don't you have
5: him in your shortstop? Why don't you put him in your shortstop rankings? I mean, that's like a huge thing for him to be able to qualify
3: there.
13: No, I have him as my 11th shortstop, so I have him just outside the top 10. I just think you know what Mondesi and Jonathan Villar can do from a speed perspective pushes them slightly up the board in terms of uh, Roto this upcoming season. But I do like Machado a lot. I have him as my 11th shortstop. I have him as my 6th, 3rd baseman. And there are some people skeptical of Machado because his numbers haven't been good outside of Camden Yard's. Is that something that you have thought about, Craig? Because I understand what people are saying. Not at all. Whenever he moved, When he moved to Los Angeles, the numbers weren't as good. The numbers in Petco last year weren't as good. But I just see the first year of a mega contract last year as like, okay, he let us down, but are we forgetting about the talent? That is Machado, and we've seen him bounce back before, right? Are people forgetting? He struggled in 2017, came back 2018, put up like a 300 batting average, 35-plus home yeah. runs. He's someone that could give you 90-plus runs, 90-plus RBIs, maybe even more than that, 8-10 to 10 stolen bases. I'm with you. I like Manny Machado a lot this year, but it seems like there are some people that are sour on him. They're worried yeah, about I the Camden Yards
5: I numbers. Get it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't get that at all. And, again, um, look, there's a lot of pressure when you're the – Number two, well, I mean, I don't know where Stanton's contract ranks in terms of Machado, Harper, and Stanton. uh, But Machado, I believe, was given the second biggest contract of all time, right, when when he signed last year. Uh, Harper was first and then Machado second. I mean, he still ended up hitting 32 home runs. We know that RBIs are not an indicator as to how good you are. It's more of who's around your team. And the same thing with runs scored. And he only had 81 runs scored, which looked a lot like his year in 2017 with Baltimore, which was the same. Um, So maybe the pieces around him weren't as good, but I think that San Diego is all in on 2020. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on them to win, and maybe that pressure for Machado with that contract had something to do with it. But if Machado was to overall, Frank, basically uh, add 5 to 10% better numbers on his RBIs and his runs... And a little bit of a tick up on on base percentage, you're talking about one of the top ten players, not just in fantasy but in the game. And again, having that shortstop eligibility and that flexibility to put him at short and third, to me, I just think a, a monster season is, is coming for this guy. I don't. That's no. It's not indicative of what I think will happen with the Padres, but I do think that uh, for Machado, I think a season is coming and it's going to be a big one for uh, for him. Um, Any other quick takeaway before we wrap up here at the shortstop position?
13: I'll just wrap up Manny Machado again real quick here. If you're a conspiracy theorist, I saw Jeff Zimmerman of Rotographs tweet this out last week. Uh, Manny Machado was hit by a pitch on August 8th last season. Before that hit-by-pitch, his triple-slash, 272, 340, 494. After that hit-by-pitch, 213, 319, 375. So, he might have been playing through something last year. If everyone's excited about Fernan- Fernando Tatis Jr. and Tommy Pham is a top five-round player and Eric Hosmer is still steady as they come in that lineup, uh, maybe the back end of the lineup isn't great, but the top four or five there, Craig, should still be really, really good, which is good context for Machado's runs, his RBI production. The stolen bases are going to fluctuate. You see that if you look sure. at his season yep. log, like one year it's 20, one year it's zero. It's hard to project stolen bases. If you get 7-8, I think you're happy with that. But I'm in agreement with you, man. I'm buying the dip on Machado. It's really crazy to me to see him going sometimes in the fifth round of 15-team leagues over at the NFBC.
5: Yeah, I mean, what players in all of Major League Baseball have done this? Uh, 35 homers, 37 homers, 33 homers, 32 homers. And those are all in consecutive seasons for a player that qualifies at the shortstop position... I mean I gotta live with some of those other numbers being down a little bit if that indeed happens. Alright, uh coming up next, uh we're gonna dive into uh the best catcher in baseball, JT Realmuto, what happened in his arbitration case yesterday. A really interesting uh situation that's happening with baseball in general. We'll get to that next here on SportsGrid. Grid. Craig Mish, Frank Stamp, we'll be right back.
21: What's in store right now at your local
27: Staples?
6: Make plans this weekend
27: to save. Staples weekend exclusive
18: deals mean big discounts on the things you use
6: every day. Like a six-pack of Charmin Ultra Strong or Charmin Ultra Soft Bath Tissue are each just 9 dollars And a 24-count
18: box of Dunkin' K-Cups is also just 9 dollars
6: It's truly an epic weekend for savings. But hurry, offers end Sunday. Staples, where there's a whole lot more in-store.
18: In-store only ends two twenty three twenty while supplies
17: last.
31: Calling all motorheads, it's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the Drags to Supercross, and a big time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks Sunday nights at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
18: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and
20: Frank Stanford. The best things in life are free, but you can
34: give them to the birds and bees. I want money.
13: Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid, live on Zumo, Pluto, and Stir. I am Frank Stanley joined by Craig Mish, And we mentioned we wanted to get back into reality a little bit here. And yesterday we saw JT Real Muto lost his arbitration case. He requested $12.4 million, lost that, and will be paid $10 million for this upcoming 2020 season. Just to remind you some of what Real Muto did last year, a 275 batting average, 25 home runs, 92 run scores, 83 RBIs, 9 stolen bases as well. You know, Craig, what happened exactly when it comes to this arbitration case uh, with G- JT Realmuto and the Philadelphia Phillies?
5: Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of people wonder how this can possibly happen because you have the best player at his position, someone who is winning gold gloves, he's participating in all-star games, and of all the cases that go to arbitration, Uh, The question that I got asked the most about was him. How is this possible that somehow he could go to arbitration and a panel could sit there and look at it and say the best player in the game can basically lose an arbitration case? It just doesn't seem possible. And the reason why is because uh, arbitration is flawed. Uh, They have to fix it. They have to figure out a way to fix it. And they have to value catchers a lot more than they do right now. Essentially, the Phillies are being put in a position where, because of scale and precedent, the most that they could even offer uh, Real Muto was around $11 million. So essentially, they don't value a catcher as much as they would do a third baseman or an outfielder or even a pitcher. And I would say that catchers essentially are probably the most important player, not just in all of baseball, but in all of sports. People look at the quarterback. The catcher is the quarterback of Major League Baseball. And so uh, Real Muto had to go through this. And I don't think that this was directly an indictment of the Phillies. It's more or less trying to, uh, you know, have a crusade and raise the scale as to the perception of this. And arbitration is just antiquated. It's old. They're looking at old stats and old metrics. And basically, Frank, I need. I think this needs to be fixed, um, not just for JT but for all catchers. And I think that when you look at it, uh, you know, Jeff Berry, who was the head of uh, CAA Sports, went in there. And the case that they uh, you know, simply had to put together was to show that Real Muto was not only just on par, but ahead of the curve on some of the best players that are playing in all of Major League Baseball. And those players are getting paid more through arbitration than JT Real Muto. And if you want to take a look at it, we have a graphic that we put together. Now, again, there's some of this that's you know, a little bit uh, you know, harder to understand, and some of it is easier. But through three years of playing and going through arbitration... In Major League Baseball, just take a look at the numbers. Career-wise, Real Muto had more home runs than Rendon did. Anthony Rendon going into his, after his third year of going through arbitration. Real Muto also in the same spot. Take a look at this. 2018 of, of Rendon, 2019 of JT Real Muto had a gold glove. And also look at his career war. I mean, look at that number in, in terms of career war where Real Muto was as opposed to uh, Anthony Rendon, which was actually higher over the course of his career. But yet the arbitration panel looks at this and says, oh, no, because JT is a catcher and he's not a third baseman, we can't pay him more than what we're paying a third baseman. So Anthony Rendon goes through arbitration. He gets paid more. I In my mind, Frank, plays an easier position than Real Muto, who ends up winning a gold glove. In back-to-back years, an all-star, in back-to-back years, and yet he has to go fight to get paid. And Rendon with a, you would make the case, not as stellar career. By the way, Rendon has had a stellar career, but not as stellar, I would say, Israel Real Muto gets paid more money. Try and figure out that one. Higher war, going into both arbitrations, one player with the lower war gets paid more than the player with the higher war.
13: And we're not downplaying Anthony Rendon either. You just said it, right? Like, Anthony Rendon is a awesome player. There's no doubt about that. But so is JT Realmuto, and he should be valued that way. There's no doubt, Craig, that the... Arbitration process is almost archaic at this point because they look, especially for pitching too, they look at wins and saves and you see a lot of teams manipulate relievers so that they don't have to end up paying these players more in arbitration uh, so they, they don't let them close out games and get saved. So it's an ar- it's archaic process really when it comes to arbitration. You know, my main question for you here is, again, it goes back to the catcher position, Craig. I mean, Why isn't Riomuto, who is a catcher, who you can argue is doing more than anybody else. He's working with pitchers on the game plan. uh, And obviously, throughout the course of the game, he's making adjustments as well with the starting pitchers, with relievers as well. You know Why is the catcher position not valued as much as maybe somebody like an Anthony Rendon who plays at the hot corner, Craig?
5: Yeah, and and that's the question that I think that baseball has to answer for when they go through these arbitration processes in the future. Now, make no mistake about it, even though... Uh, real new lost his arbitration case think of what he's getting he's getting 10 million dollars so let's not sleep on that and say that that's not a lot of money that's still a lot of money but in comparison in major league baseball to some of these other players who are getting paid more it is not and so the comparison of course is unfair and so essentially what has happened here is the scale has now been changed for catchers because of jt his number at ten million, even though it is a loss, it is the highest number ever awarded to any catcher going through arbitration. So while it is inching closer, Frank, to being a reality, it is still not high enough.
13: So Craig, the, ne- the final question regarding this whole matter, right, is: Does this kind of set up something between Real Muto and the Phillies, where you know he's going to remember this for the future when it comes to you know a long contract extension uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies? Like, talk about the long term. Contract, uh, the extension possibility here for JT Real Muto with the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, versus him potentially, you know, playing out the process here and, and going through free agency. Should he set a deadline for the team to, you know, meet his demands to give him what he's, what he thinks he's worth? Or should he maybe just play out this final year of arbitration and, and test free agency where maybe he can earn more money if he just bets on himself, frankly?
5: Yeah, it's a really good question, and I don't really uh, know the answer or have the answer to that, but it certainly will affect a lot. It'll affect the game. Uh, It'll affect him. And, uh, you know, to me, when I look at it and I think of, you know, the most valuable catchers that we've seen in the game over the past 10, 20 years, I don't think there's any question that uh, Buster Posey is the name, Frank, that comes to mind to me. And uh, Buster Posey, three-time World Series champion, MVP, uh, I would say that regardless of what happens over the rest of Posey's career, Uh, Posey ends up, I would think, being in the Hall of Fame for what he ended up doing with the Giants and and I certainly can see Real Muto in that same exact situation now, his contract extension with Philadelphia will come a little bit later in terms of his age as opposed to Posey, but uh, I think on the open market I don't think that there's any question that you could be looking at a player that's trending toward maybe close to $200 million and maybe there would be some people that would scoff at that I don't see why Uh, You know, you have a transcendent-type player, a player that even when he's done playing catcher, let's say the contract was seven or eight years, and I know that maybe that seems like a high number to some, uh, JT, people forget, in high school was a shortstop. I think that he could very easily transition, if he had to, and I'm not saying that he would, but if he had to, to potentially playing first base, second base, or anywhere else. And let's also not forget, Frank, if he stays in the National League, I think it's pretty clear at this point, even at age 36, 37, could still be a very effective designated hitter if it came to that, because the DH will be in the National League as well. So, um, I think there's certainly a chance that he could hit the open market. I do think that the Phillies are going to have to put their best foot forward to keep him in Philadelphia, because you don't trade Sixto Sanchez, and you don't trade Jorge Alfaro, who depending on how you feel about him, is still a starting catcher in Major League Baseball, and they also uh, the Marlins acquired Will Stewart, a third piece in that deal as well. But you don't trade a potential frontline starter and potential ace to just wave bye-bye uh, to J.T. Real Muto. So what that contract is going to look like, I'm not sure. Uh, my guess is it will be substantial. I think the bar has been set by Buster Posey for all of the things that he ended up accomplishing with San Francisco. So uh, Phillies definitely are going to have their work cut out for him because – even though while I would kind of lean on the side of the Phillies getting this done, I don't think it's it's a definite thing. I think that there is a chance that uh, it doesn't get done, and we'll have to see, as you mentioned, if, uh, if Romuto decides, hey, look, it's opening day or nothing. He's dealt with this distraction before he dealt with it in Miami amongst trade talks and even an offered contract that was turned down inevitably. But I would think that you'd want to put this behind you going into the season. And if not, who knows? He hits the open market. How, I mean, he would be the top free agent in all of Major League Baseball, Frank, after the year. So it's it's definitely an interesting story.
13: Yeah, and I think the biggest point you bring up there is the fact that they gave up so much to get JT, Realmuto and... You know, I think because of that, of course they want to sign him. But uh, just reminding yourself how much you gave up—Sixto Sanchez, who's regarded as you know one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball—I'm sure that the Philadelphia Phillies want to sign uh, Real Muto to a contract extension. So we'll see how that plays out here. Let's bring it back to fantasy baseball a little bit here, though, Craig. Uh, we're going to talk about catchers next week. Is Real Muto unquestionably your your number one catcher in fantasy baseball? Because Gary Sanchez, I think there's. No doubt that if he can ever stay healthy, if he can ever stay healthy, he is going to push Rio Muto for that number one spot and could potentially put up a historic season uh, at the catcher position, potentially 40 plus home runs. And, you know, in that Yankees lineup, the runs and RBI produc- production would be phenomenal for Gary Sanchez. Uh, is Rio Muto still unquestionably your number one catcher for fantasy as well?
5: Yeah, he is. And, and I think that, um, you know, what will be interesting for me this year. Is, is the one category they're always chasing is the stolen bases. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, Frank, that uh, Real Muto could steal 20 bases if he was given 25 opportunities. I, I know that he could, but I'm not sure that he will under Joe Girardi. And, of course, uh, as you saw in the second half of last season, he started to steal a little bit more. Uh, I don't know that he'll get there, but I think that's kind of the separator for me, Frank. If you told me at the end of the season that Real Muto is only going to have five or six steals. I still think he is the best fantasy catcher. I think he's the best reality catcher, but your point is well taken. If Gary Sanchez ever does put that big power season together and goes 40 and 120, um, while uh, Real Muto's defense, which we don't look at, is far superior to Gary Sanchez in fantasy, there obviously is that chance.
4: Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, Hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? So, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket.
17: 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book?
7: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The Nevada Presidential Caucus.